I think it's time for some conundrum <laughs> company. What do you think, guys? Yay. So yeah. yeah. Once again, <laughs> it was a <laughs> it was a very busy uh, session last session. So there's a little bit for me to cover. I will try and go fast. Please bear with me, okay. my wonderful friends. We rejoin our party once again aboard the deck of their vessel, the Falling Star. As the party had stood amongst the ruins of what they had come to believe the kingdom of Shar, something strange had begun to happen. The eerie blue glow of the crystals punctuating the structure had begun to change color. Little did they know that outside of the machine of death, Salvatore had found himself face to face with a conflict of gods. Weejas was locked in combat with some strange entity that continuously reached through amber portals. The entity's goal was clearly the slumped corpse of Aragal. As Salvatore watched, barely standing against the immense force of the conflict around him, another figure joined the fray. Similar in size and stance to Salvatore, while the gods seemed to tower over them. The figure, wielding a black blade made, made for Weejas, only to be repulsed. As the flaming goddess was distracted, the hands lurched for the corpse of Aragal. Salvatore, thinking on his feet, burnt the corpse of Aragal from the plane with a disintegration ray. As the true remnants of a god were wiped from the null, it dropped a scroll from its mouth and left a small floating blue core of magic. The figure with the sword made for the scroll, and a contest to reach it began between him and Salvatore. Spells were exchanged with Salvatore reaching the scroll first as he was aided by Weejoss. With Weejoss's focus on the wizard, the hands grabbed at the damaged blue core and began to retreat. The goddess of death called out, beckoning the dragonborn to get the scroll to Nairol, and with that he was ejected back onto the mortal plane. The dragonborn found himself in the midst of combat. For you see, my friends... <laughs> As the crystals had begun to change color on the mortal plane, the party had elected to get the hell out of Dodge and the collapsing building. They had been greeted as they left the structure by a strange monster consuming the remnant souls of Shar to form some sort of avatar. The arms sprouted from the sickly amber crystals striking at the party. As the party fought, Salvatore appeared amongst them, though his physical form diminished into a pallid dead monstrosity. Sorry, bud. Uh, a hand lashed out at the weakened wizard, knocking him unconscious. The party, fortunately, was able to retrieve the wizard, Demi breaking away from the beast attacking them as the party covered her escape. They fled for the edge of the geode fortress before teleporting back to their ship. Laying Salvatore down on the bed, the party elected to wait until the dragonborn was awake before discussing what to do next. Balder, recognizing that the party was likely to leave the region, prepared to make his farewells, sharing an intimate moment with Sunshine. During his farewell with Morton, the Furbug shared that he wanted to stay with the Half-Orc to help repair the damage he had done. As the morning set in, the group of six met one more time around the now-awake Salvatore to discuss what they had all learned. Morton and Balder bid the group farewell, as the remaining four contemplated if they should meet the with Mordenkainen or take care of other business first. And so, my friends, we find you aboard the deck of the Falling Star. A few hours into the morning, it's probably about 10 a.m., Parker, for Demi, on our keen mind. Um, and the day, my friends, is yours.
There are. This is um, a great session. Let's yeah. end it here. <laughs> like, uh. I always love that. Like thirty seconds of silence after the recap, where I'm just like, "Who's gonna start? Who's gonna talk? <laughs> is anyone gonna talk?" And it continues. Um, <laughs> after seeing what we saw yesterday, there's something I should probably tell all of you. Hmm. Okay. What? Were you um, there as well? What? I didn't what? see you. Uh, in the place where only you and the Liam and um, some sort of lich being... No, no, I was not there. Ah, well, okay. Please continue. Um... I... Where to begin? Um, there, there might be a city in the Pomarge that can do similar things to the city that tried to, um, grab us. Um... My experience is any sort of indication. Um, what? It's hard what to does that mean? There's a city that can grab people. I don't know. Um, I do know that I was told, and I I had taken this as. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Salvatore, do you remember? Yes. Um, I told you that I had lost quite a bit of memory. Um, I recall that, yes. See what so... I did. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um. I'm alone so long. <laughs> oh, Don't no, act as if this is different. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. At the end of that um, absence, I was commanded to leap from a mountaintop and told that a city would catch me. Uh, that broke whatever was holding me. Um, because I took it to be some sort of suicidal command. But now I am wondering if it maybe wasn't. Um, if maybe there is a city there that could catch a person if they were to leap. Hey, Josh, can we have the world map on Roll20? Sure. Just for my brain. That... Hmm. All right. I Did have... this city catch you? Thank you. Uh, no, I... I... Um, after hearing the command, I was myself again, and I, uh, hauled ass in the opposite direction. Ah, I see. Right. Interesting. Huh. Where were you at this moment? Uh, the, uh, the Drakenkopf mountain in the Marge. It's way south of this map? Is that what you just yeah. said, Josh? Uh, no, no, uh, the Pomarge is up here. Where is it? Ah, so that's Where the map I'm referring to. There we go. It's right there. Yeah. Stoneheim. That's it. Sounds like dwarves. I cast teleport. <laughs> no. Sus no, forest. <laughs> pretty sus. Uh, <laughs> pretty sus forest, if you know what I mean. Uh, so right Tom. around. Well, right around one of these cities, I assume. I, oh, I... is it the Drac and Scrab Hills? Is that like one continuous Drac word that's broken up by the Josh? Would it be there, here? Josh? Yeah. Uh, it, it would be in the Pomarge. But this cool. word where it says Drac right here, you is don't connected have. To these? Uh, yeah. I don't believe you have like this exact map. Okay. Okay. If but I recall correctly. Did Sunshine not just name a group of the mountains? The Drac Mountains or whatever? Yeah, the Drac Mountains. 
Okay, okay. so that's not all one thing. Gotcha. Well, Just something to, to know. Uh, that that other might... cities might be able to reach out and physically... Can I we... hate that. I'm, Where I'm, I'm... did you go immediately after this happened? Where was the I... next city you entered? I, um, I ran into the Oskidin. Well. <laughs> yeah. I see. In Ulek. They could have been anywhere. All right. Well, I suppose we should keep that in mind, seeing as what just happened. City grew arms. It's not unlikely that these events have connected, but... <laughs> At some point, I would like to go, you know, fix the stuff with my mother, but, you know, possible ally in the future for fighting castles with arms. What was have that? Have you spoken to her? Uh, um, kind... It's weird. It's very weird. I haven't spoken to her. It's always since, sort yeah. of been weird, but I, yeah. I... Have you spoken to her? <laughs> I have spoken to her, but, like, she hasn't really been able to, like, do the speaking back for, like, quite a while. Have you tried um, recently? Um, not particularly, but I could, I could, I could try. Uh, I think Zol, Zol like awkwardly kind of closes his eyes and goes, "Hi, mum. I hope you're well." What is he doing? Hold on. Do I feel anything? He's speaking. So loud. <laughs> Are you, are you just know. kind of speaking out? Is that? I'm trying to focus on her and try to try to see if she gets any type of a message. But like, I know that her power is waning because of me. So I'm like, I doubt she's gonna feel anything. Or I'm gonna feel anything. Yeah, and it's very difficult again to commune without some sort of yeah. spell to aid in that or or inherent yeah. ability. The that's, more I... that she gets. You get the feeling exactly. no response. Yeah, that's exactly what I... I think Zal's gonna, like... Yeah, nope, not feeling it. But, like, she's still there, because I still have my magic. So, like... She's not, like, gone. She's just, like... Busy. In okay. a sense, like, almost like there's a wall between us, and I'm, like, trying to yell over the wall, but she mm -hmm. can kind of hear me, but, like, she knows that she can't... It's weird. It's the way weird. way prisoners are often busy with jail work, yes. Huh. Why do you know? Not well, gonna ask. Um. Strange thing to know how prisons work. <laughs> I. Okay, so. So, is, does that make that a more time sensitive ma manner, or, or? I don't know. We still need to find the rest of this. And he's holding. He pulls out the Asasenko. And, because this is kind of a. I don't know. Maybe we can ask Morton Kynan where the pieces are. I feel I like he might. By saying that in my presence, <laughs> it's funny how that works. Oh, that's still weird to think. Do you about. think that he's constantly, like, probably a portion I of his consciousness have... probably is? I he hate that. Something else Just to do. Searching for keywords, not really paying attention to everything we're saying. So you're that probably might, fine. Might be worse. Actually, yeah. I wouldn't want to listen into you all the time, so I'd set up something like that. Quite. Rude. Also, do any of you have any snow? Ah. Uh, 
Why would I have snow? Have you seen where we are? Well, uh, back home it should be <laughs> not to um, state the obvious, but Demi, your hair often produces a modicum of frost. I wasn't sure if you had a way of producing possibly more. All we have to do is go home. It should be snowing back there. Possibly, yeah. I can make sleet tomorrow. It is also winter, Ooh. so we could do that. Very well. Uh, but to a certain extent, possibly. More Maybe. ice than snow. Let me know. We are I'll a few see days if I can. Sure. I'll see if Why I can. Need snow. Master that. Project. <laughs> He just grins openly to himself. <laughs> okay, you're doing that thing where you do the little chuckle after you say a word, and it gets really <sighs> creepy. If I'm being it's honest, been so with you. long since another has heard it. Just give me this. <sighs> All right. Well. The illusion is up right now, by the way. Right? Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. You're just poking okay. straight through it. Yeah. They don't move again, if you remember. Very odd. Fixed. <laughs> That's one word for it. Very disturbing. Okay, so are we hoping to take Mordenkainen's offer up then uh, to go to Greyhawk and meet him, or...? I suppose if Zol wants to ask him about this anchor and um, Salvatore, you probably have questions for him as well. Makes sense? And I imagine he can just teleport us back here. True. If we want to get closer to, you know... My questions um, are more of a direct line that I've found between me and him. I believe he wants me to speak to the eight. Is that something quite a while. want to do? Is that something you always wanted to do? More than anything. Then you should, we to, should go. You should right? also learn how to blink first before you talk to the eight. I don't think it'll probably bother them. <laughs> Okay. That was a great deal of effort. I don't think I'd be doing that. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> we figure out how Mordenkainen's getting us to Greyhawk, and then you can talk to the eight and maybe, I don't know, if there's anything worth showing in your town. Nope. All Nothing. Right. So, I think we should all be there to address the eight in case you all have any questions that come up during the conversation. And Zol, of course, your mother... Any information they I don't have. know if that was okay. I was making sure that wasn't like an insult or something. No, that would be the weirdest insult. It was showing concern. People used to say it when we you were You have a mother. <laughs> yeah, people used to say that when I was a kid, and I was like, that's mean. Was well, that's only mean in the fact that those people were idiots. Them. Yeah. Well, we were also orphans, so they'd be like, your mother. And I was like, hurts. Well, then they don't probably understand what the word orphan means. Okay. okay. We, should we should probably go, right? Uh, one guy, how do we leave? Is his is his own name a keyword? Do you think? Probably. Probably not. We. Oh well, that's. Um, untold power. Weejas. <laughs> death. Bold. Pretty Lich. please. <laughs> please and the thank machine you. of death. Lich. Aragol. Savator's underwear. Yeah, you stand on the deck for a while, <laughs> yelling random words into the air and get no response. None? I'm confused. Didn't he say he wanted to meet you? 
And now he's not responding. He did. Uh, the he, question... like so many other, reconsidered after knowing him more about he us. To come to us or to have <laughs> us go to him? I feel like we and should We're trying that. to get on that deal. He's <laughs> <laughs> yelling in my jacket. Okay. Uh, after a few <laughs> minutes of kind of standing around, yelling words into the air. Uh, Chicken nuggets. <laughs> what? He loves those I read in a book once. Morton uh, Kynan's a dick. Salvatore. Is that the <laughs> yeah. <Just like> you <laughs> hear... <laughs> That's all. Um, you hear inside your head. Have you considered my there offer to bring you all to me? Ah, yes. Uh, just the person we were all yelling about. Um... We are agreed that we would like to come to Greyhawk. Correct, everyone? Yep. Yes. Yes. They're yes, good. we would very much like to come to Greyhawk. Please okay. and thank you. And would you like to me to provide the means of this transportation? I think that would be best, just so we know exactly where we're going. <coughs> um, Can we tell the crew to Clear leave? the deck of your ship, please. Thank you. Uh, clear clear the deck. Oh, okay. All right. Give me... 30 minutes to attend to some business. We have 30 minutes to clear this deck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll go tell O'Shaughness that we're going on a trip and that the deck needs to be clear for a while, so... Should he come meet us? I just got back. <coughs> okay. Um, should he, like, meet us back home or something? I don't... Well... I feel weird uh, leaving him halfway across the world. Well, otherwise we leave this crew of people halfway across the world as well, Maybe because one ship. of the ships went no, one of the ships went down, and they were halfway on our ship, so we have less space now. Also, if we end up wanting to come back and be closer to wherever the jungle deal is for your thing, then they're still here. It's true. I, I it's I. That's a good point. They'll probably it's fine. We pay them a lot. Um, <laughs> she just. Walks up to Oceanus. Oceanus <laughs> pays them. They've been making yeah. enough money that they've just been paying them off their own coffers. Okay. Yeah. That's good then. Um, she will tell Oceanus that they're going to be going to Greyhawk via teleportation for a hot second. She'll right. let him know how long and that the deck needs to be entirely cleared of people. If you're gone for a while, you'll let us know? Yes. Right. Just, I will just, message you if it will be long, as long as nothing happens to where I lose literal track of time. Oh, I get it. I get it. Just, you know, we can probably busy ourselves if, if you're going to be gone a bit. So just let us know. Okay. Stay safe. I'll do my best. Kind of I'm going to go talk to powerful people. Aileen's in and gives you a kiss on the cheek and then goes Thank about you. his business. Uh, yeah, and she'll just make sure the deck is clear. Okay. Uh, after about 30 minutes, um, Salvatore, you would likely notice first, as a pinprick of light manifests on the deck, kind of off, just back behind the mast, um, and it begins to cut a circle of light around. There's about 10 foot in diameter, and then lines begin to crisscross out, reaching and cutting. Um, there's the kind of feel of arcane magic in the air and it crackles a little bit as it forms a full teleportation circle um, that complete with runes burnt in at spots and then there's a <laughs> of light that bursts directly upwards from the circle and as it falls down there is a figure standing in the center of the circle this figure 
is the Mordenkainen that is presented on most posters, Salvatore, which you would be familiar with. That is a human male, completely bald, almost immaculately so, with a very dramatic black mustache that kind of, uh, rather like that, though where his mustache coils down in that, uh, it is a little more erratic, almost kind of um, up and down at sharp angles. On most individuals, it would look ridiculous, and yet somehow this figure manages to pull it off with a fair amount of dignity. Like literally like Salvatore Dali's? Literally like Salvatore Dali, yes. Uh, With a small goatee complete underneath. Uh, Very long eyebrows that kind of fall a little bit down to the side of his eyes. Yes, this man wallowing. He has this kind of arced collar that runs up in this... Um, very ornate patterned um, robe, uh, both internally and externally. It seems to be some sort of like felty fabric almost that is imbued with images um, that if you glance at them, they almost seem to shift uh, occasionally um, moving around in these different patterns. And again, if you kind of look closer, at one moment there's a dragon running up the breast and a phoenix flying over the shoulder and this it's crazily done in this beautiful felt fabric um beyond that um there is a gold chain around his neck and kind of standard wear white frilly shirt um breeches and kind of knee-high socks um and then some kind of standard leather shoes on his feet uh, and he was just kind of standing there with his arms folded behind his back. And he just kind of looks at you all and goes, Very good, chop chop, can you come? Certainly. Of course. Yep. She's side-eyeing Zal, like... Pissed. Hey, I think Zal and his brother goes, I'm pissed that he looks good. This what? is two ways, but it will only last for a few minutes. Please come, come. In you go. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. I'm going. All right. Make sure I bring my scroll. Okay, you bring your scroll. Uh, as you guys all step into the circle, there is a, it's very different, Demi, to your teleport, which is kind of this shifting into a plane and being moved. There is a bright light that consumes up around you all, and as it fades back down, you find yourself standing in a hall. This hall is open air. It is a large round circle that is about 60 feet in diameter. The teleportation circle sits directly in the center of it. As you look out to the walls that ring this circular room, there are arches that run all the way along it, pillars leading up to a domed roof that covers this entire structure. The pillars, or the open arches, look out onto a vista in 360 degrees around you. Where you're standing in the center of the room, you're not able to kind of look down lower. But from this vantage point, you see mountains in one direction. This pillar seems to sit on some sort of tower uh, that is on a mountain slope. And then to the south, as you look outwards, you can just see a few bays and a river leading down into it quite far off. Uh, This mountain range also kind of the mountain sits, you're thinking to the north of you, but the mountains sweep off to the um the west and east in either direction and morning kind of mm. kind of turns to all and says um my apologies for not doing proper introductions my name is morden kainan archmage of the circle of the eight uh you are sunshine salvatore 
Zal and Demi. Is this correct, yes? This is correct. Yes. Yep. It is a pleasure to meet you. I hope you do not mind that I am not particularly interested in the pleasantries. I was aware of such. I knew that. Familiar. I like your actually. robe. <laughs> they start sketching the moving patterns on his robe. Just trying to capture as much as they can as it moves. Nods at you as that is the assumed behavior that he is supposed to provide. Uh, Says, um, well, you stand in the Citadel of the Eight. Um, If you would like to take a moment to get your bearings. um, If not, um, I can summon the rest of the mages. It could take some time for them to arrive, so please make yourself at home. And then he just stands there. It is a wide open room with no furniture in it. Is there any sort of decorations or is it just an empty room? The stonework itself is immaculate with carvings in it, runes in it. The pillars are beautiful marble colonnades that lead up to this large arching um, blue tiled ceilinged dome with this bronze metalwork running around it. It's beautiful, and there are, you know, blue gems studded all over the place. There is no furniture at all, period. And Morden kind of just kind of takes a moment, nods at you all, and then walks off to one side, kind of in the westerly direction, and just begins taking in the vista. Sunshine follows to keep sketching the moving patterns on his robe, because it's the most interesting clothing they've ever seen. As you begin to follow Mordenkainen. He stops on the side of this open room, and you are greeted with a better view of the surrounding region around the tower. Uh, Map, 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 map. Map! You stand at the very pinnacle of this tower in the center of this lake. There is a lake surrounding this tower, and again, you don't really see... You are on this western side here, Sunshine. So you are seeing this vista out along here. The mountain range sits to the north, but it is strange because as you get closer, you immediately recognize one specific thing. This city sits in a massive impact crater that is in the side of a mountain. The slopes sweep upwards to the north, but the crater itself has hit down on the mountain slope and carved a sort of round bowl into the edge of the mountain slope. The center of that bowl is this citadel surrounded by an almost perfectly circular lake. Salvatore, you know this to be Greyhawk, your home city. Sunshine, the view that you're looking at or salvage, excuse me, Mordenkainen is taking in is off to the west. You see running up one edge of this crater. Um, well, actually, you would immediately see the most stark thing are these massive structures that sit out near the edge of the city with these long, clear runs that run up the slope to them. Atop each of these structures sit these blue balls. Um... And there are four of them from this vantage point, and you're pretty sure you can make out four more on the other side. Um, immediately kind of two between, in, in the northwesterly direction, is a series of massive trees that reach out above this canopy running up this hill. And beneath them is much lower kind of standard shaped trees, standard height trees, excuse me, kind of dotting this hillside. 
directly to the west sits an old castle keep. And then off to the southwest sits a chaotic amalgamation of structures of all shapes and sizes, punctuated by a large arena sitting on one hill. Stunning. Wow. Do you have a favorite place, Mordenkainen, in your city? Is this it, the Citadel? I am partial to the Citadel, yes. The rest of the city uh, has its own charms. What are those? They'll point at the um, nearest of the, um, one of the... One of the eight that they can see right off to the west. You have never been to Greyhawk, then? Never. Master Salvatore is from this city, no? Is this correct? I believe so. Uh, those are called the Shields of the Eight. They are a multi-purpose piece of infrastructure for the city. Uh, they provide protection and uh, transportation. Hmm. Mass transportation? Or just yes. for you? Oh, no. That's amazing. They are open to the entire city. And he's very matter-of-fact. He treats a lot of this as normal stance. And he doesn't seem to be an individual who particularly engages heavily unless asked questions. It almost seems as if his mind is elsewhere during this entire conversation. To my jacket. <laughs> sure is, yeah. <laughs> Watching himself interact with himself. There's a weird feedback loop. It's very, very disconcerting. It puts him off his his loop. That's why he's in a weird space because he has to hear the feedback. What is preoccupying your mind? Uh, what? You seem preoccupied. Um, just a series of matter. Across the room. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, He kind of looks and glances at Salvatore, and there's just a slight nod, uh, but then <laughs> responds politely. Um, just a series of matters as that I am attending to simultaneous simultaneously. Fascinating, Salvatore. How have you? How were you ever? Loud in here, where they're like, you know, I is this of course a thing? Not. I know. Is it? I just was. I didn't know. Like, if there was any, like, you know, less high security parts, or I think. Have you been before... wanting to be here? Yes. Is <laughs> <laughs> done. I. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. That before just now. There were eight people who had access to this room. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's very, very surprising that we're here. Yes. Got it. Question, because I forget. Do we Signed know that Liamin has been missing for a while? I can't remember if you told us yeah, that. Yeah. No, Nistel told us. Okay. Nistel told us. Nistel told uh, Isn't, wouldn't there be nine? Because, like, didn't they have to replace Liamin because he's, like, right. missing? I don't think they all know he's still alive. Are we supposed to... No, I imagine we, he would have said that there me? were things that we weren't supposed to say, right? Well, I already told uh, him that, because I was there... wearing this coat at the time. 
are there people we should like are there things we should know about certain members yeah. of the eight like is there something that we shouldn't do Liamond has been missing for over 40 years holy shit and his voice kind of I don't of know why you're surprised. Him, yeah, he can hear the entire he's, conversation. He's hearing things yeah. from his jacket. <laughs> I honestly I just didn't think that he was paying attention to us. Yeah, that's what I thought. It, you get the I'm feeling sorry. you're not certain. It tends to fade in and out. Um, okay. It's very keyword tricky to tell to when and Which why. keyword was it? Mm. Okay, Google. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Morton Kynan. I can't make that joke because my Google would come off. <laughs> Sunshine, make a performance check for me while you're trying to draw this coat. Absolutely, and they are trying to, um, oh, Jesus. Uh, 18 performance? Yes. Um, 19. Okay. It is Can I add my proficiency bonus? Sure. You've got painter's support. 24. 24, okay. Yeah. It is surprisingly difficult. Uh, it is, it is genuinely moving. Now that you're paying close attention to it, the images on this are changing. The dragon that was there a moment ago is no longer on the breast of this jacket. And as you make an awkward circle around Mordenkainen, who does not respond, he just stares off into the horizon. Um, it, you can't find it anywhere on the coat. Uh, and you find yourself having to anchor yourself to a static version of the image, which is difficult because you're having to take mental pictures of this. But you do succeed to kind of capture the imagery. So I think what they're doing as they're watching it change is they're doing very rough and quick sketches of everything. And they're not trying to um, make it stay like they're not drawing this on a cloak. They're drawing the individual images just across the page. And as they um, mm. as they scribble, they'll say, so is this robe tailored to you? Are these images things you have seen or does it just do this? What? Ah. This dragon, that phoenix. So it's gone. This is just a reaction to the enchantments on it um, not intentional on my part uh, not something I made either hmm. uh, you get the feeling he does not appreciate it to the extent you appreciate it from an artistic perspective so there's another reason for it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. interesting and what does it do? So, sorry that is not something I am willing to share with you all right. <laughs> I really appreciate Sunshine with this guy. He's super curt, and Sunshine just takes it in in stride. It's like it's Tuesday. <laughs> like it, you get the feeling he's not trying to be rude. He just is is this. He's Sean. very busy. He's very important. He doesn't really care about art. But he's got a very lovely art piece on. So I am going to do that. This is an accurate assessment. <laughs> Sean, you were going to say something. I'm sorry. I don't think that would be public knowledge what, like, the items the eight have on them are or no. do. No. I'm positing theories, but that's only what they are, his theories. Uh, as you're thinking, um, you, you make a general perception check for me, guys. Okay. I have advantage because kind of sight. Ew, I forgot. Awkwardly. Yeah, yeah, with sight. Yay. 18. It's been so long. Oh, my God. It's oh, been yeah. a while. God damn it. 29. 26. 29. 29. Damn. 12. 12. 18. 18. Okay. Um, Salvatore, you are in a place that you have looked upon your entire life. 
This is the center, the heart of the city. This pillar you have seen from the outside, the structure that is this is a massive citadel that is built directly on top of a arcane glowing stone of some sort, seemingly source of the impact of this crater. Interesting. And this is the very top of that citadel, which reaches up and is built out of this structure. Um, and something that you've spent a lot of time looking at, uh, and you're quite taken aback by... You've never seen the city from this perspective. No. Um, the rest of you, as you're looking around, Demi, Sunshine, and Zal, you would all notice with those perception checks, there is a central teleportation circle, but as you kind of look around, making little circles and trying to pass the time as you just stand there, a little bit in awkward silence, um, there are more circles eight of them dotted around this circle itself um and they are all marked with what you are becoming familiar with to be arcane markings of a permanent teleportation circle uh and zal as you're kind of like looking at one just you're like 10 feet off kind of glancing at it you see the ring of light light up in a green color and then there's a as a beam of green light radiates into the air and as it falls back down a rotund figure is standing in the middle of the circle um they wear very very ornate clothing but the shirt that they wear it's an open jacket that falls down to their heels the shirt that they wear is not big enough for their stomach which kind of peeks a little bit out as it hangs at the end um they're a fairly short figure um, with sort of a long balding patch that runs back to the back of their head and hair that is about shoulder length that runs down where he's not bald. Uh, it's a sort of bluish color. Salvatore, as you glance over looking at this, you would recognize this to be Otto. Ah. Of the irresistible dance. <laughs> that is the one. I've done that dance. Uh, and as he kind of glances over first at you, Zoli goes, You on tea? Oh my! Fascinating, wonderful. What have you brought that... us, Mordenkainen? Okay, that was... Wow. <laughs> Capital old bean, and he kind of walks past you and pats you on the arm and just continues across wow, the room towards Mordenkainen. Uh, gives you all a little bit of a nod uh, as he passes <laughs> by. Uh, very much like... <laughs> like nice all... to see you you uh, and continues on over to Mordenkainen Zal 100% looks at Demi and goes he's pretending like you have met assuming that you have given that you're in this room and clearly has no idea who any of you are amazing Zal's just staring at Demi like I just, just leave I, it just just I, leave it just, I, just you will know me soon <laughs> oh my goodness just, that's the spirit ugh. As you kind of continue to wait, these lights do begin to light up again and again. The second person is actually Nistel, uh, who kind of steps oh, into the circle. As you say that, he stops, and his eyes go very wide. Hello. Hi, y'all. Uh, good to see you. Yeah, they really don't tell you anything, do they? Maybe I should have sent a, tell a message nothing. ahead. Right, good to see you. Uh, and he kind of walks over to you all and does begin making small talk. So how did it go Hello? down south? All good? Oh. Well. <laughs> I accidentally teleported us two months. 
I died. Holy that happened. shit. Oh, that happens. <laughs> that also happens. Mm, yes. Oh, I... How is your project going? <laughs> oh, right. Did you uh, out accidentally of have any more... Oh, good. Hey, what good. are you doing now? Uh, a few personal things here at the Citadel. Oh, wonderful. Nothing nice. too major. I don't believe that. Give Sunshine a little wink. <laughs> Uh, the next to pop in um, is, again, a blue of this sort of deep regal purple light manifests on one circle, uh, and from it steps a female figure. Um, she wears kind of this, uh, or this, excuse me, this deep purple veil across her face, um, and this also long sweeping headdress that falls over her shoulders. Uh, long robed dress but it's strange the cut kind of runs down but then opens near the legs to reveal that she is wearing like riding trousers and tall boots um it's this kind of combination of a very kyolan style with a far more kind of aesthetic that none of you are particularly familiar with probably um well actually no sunshine you would have seen this attire in like id uh and the nations along the eastern shore of the azure sea uh more, she's a Salvatore, you would recognize this to be Rari, um, who is a recent addition to the Circle of the Eight. Um, and she kind of sweeps in Suspicious. right next to Nistel, uh, and he kind of gives her friendly nod. So, good, good to see you. It's been a bit. She says, ah, yes, wonderful. Ah, who, who do we have here? This is... Um, this is uh, this is more than kind of what is what is going on, uh, and he just kind of slowly turns and says, "We will discuss in a moment." Uh, I prefer not to repeat myself. Uh, do we know who else is left in the citadel? And Otto kind of speaks up and says, <laughs> uh, "I believe Dwarmage is here and Bucknard. Uh, Bigby's out. So is Tensor." Uh, but other than that, so just give them a moment. I'm sure they'll come, you know. Um, so. And as you say that out loud with a chuckle, oh, no. uh, there is sort of uh, a flash. There is a flash of <laughs> silver uh, from a, again, each one of these teleporters that is activated has been independent to the last. It's mm -hmm. never been the same one twice. Uh, as it kind of flashes, uh, this individual steps through who, Salvatore, you would know to be Bucknerd. Uh, Bucknerd oh. is a... <laughs> strange figure with this very again presenting humanoid male um slightly pointed ears maybe of like half elf lineage um but he has this massive silver peppered mutton chop beard that sweeps out and down and then dra dramatically out wow. this way uh with sort of this long matching silver hair that falls to the middle of his back uh he's fairly scrawny and awkward in shape uh like tall but yeah. not the right width for that height uh there's a lot of limb to him uh and that is likely accentuated by the long flowing robes that kind of hang past his hands down towards his knees of this strange kind of brassy colored robe uh that he steps into uh the room wearing kind of just gives you all a a nod um 
who do we have left to enter, I believe? Bigby's here. Dwarmage. Dwarmage right? is the last one, yes. Okay. Um, Wait, Bigby's here? Oh, Bigby's not here. I'm sorry. Bigby hasn't come. Oh, it's his hand. We got Otto, Nistel, yeah. Rary, and Bucknerd. So we need Dwarmage. Tensor and Bigby. And Tensor and Bigby aren't going to be able to make it. So, our last one is... Because they're dead. Dwarmage. <laughs> Dwarmage, again, it is a orange light that manifests, uh, and he steps from this circle. Dwarmage is a surprisingly young-looking individual. Uh, looks to be no older than, like, late 20s, uh, and has this kind of long, flowing mane of chaotic blonde hair. Um, he kind of walks in with a staff and a kind of a, a puffed-out chest, um, as he steps into the space. Um, but as he speaks, uh, his voice betrays incredible age. Um, a slight crackle to it, uh, as if his physical appearance is kind of in stark contrast to the way that he eloquates uh, and even the way his voice sounds. It's worn, a little dry and rasping. Um, hello, welcome to you all. Uh, Mordenkainen, also... Nistel, Rere, Bucknud, good to see you all. Uh, and as this kind of last figure approaches uh, your small group, uh, Otto has crossed the room, uh, and uh, you did see, kind of before the others arrive, Sunshine, that uh, Morgan kind of turns says, uh, one moment, please. Um, and he kind of steps away with Otto, uh, and there's a little bit of a hushed exchange and <laughs> from Otto, which is quite loud and boisterous, uh, and that goes on for a few minutes before kind of make their way back it towards you. Demi side-eyeing Salvatore just like she did to Zal's. Oh, yeah. Leave it. Leave Zal's it. 100% Leave also side-eyeing Salvatore. Leave it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> it's like watching an angel and a demon <laughs> yes. on one side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Do it. Behave. I don't, I don't need another one. Go for it. I have called you all here. I assume that you have left the items requested behind. Uh, and he gives a quite quick glance at the members of the circle, not at okay. you. Um, and you get the feeling that all of these figures tend to live in incredible secrecy to one another and operate very independently to one another. Um, there is an element of a strange truce, but not necessarily complete trust between these figures as they stand here. A familiarity, they've been together a long time, but that breeds its own sort of relationship. It's a Justice League made of all Batman. Precisely, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Nistel had mentioned amazing. being kind of more chummy with Rary, correct? That is correct. We... And the two of them are okay. standing next to each other. Um, you see Otto tends to be the least standoffish with Mordenkainen. Um, Dwarmage is kind of off from the rest of them a little bit. Uh, and then Bucknerd is just kind of awkward. Uh, and you're not certain exactly. He's just there, kind of looming over the rest of the group. Impressive in his height. Uh, he's six foot five, give or take. Oh, fuck him. Uh, oh, fuck him. I was picturing much different. <laughs> but uh, Morton kind of, kind of addresses this group, and there's a moment, and you do sense, again, that crackle of magic um, before he kind of nods. This is very good. 
these four individuals, um, please introduce yourselves, he says, um, gesturing at the four of you. Captain Demi Waters of the Falling Star. Poussin Zalkrian of the Falling Star. Sunshine Smithington for Gofshan. <laughs> Name. I nudged Salvatore. Yes. Hello. <laughs> My name is Titus Salvatore Calvadius Charlemagne the Seventh. It's an honor to meet you. My eyes never move. <laughs> 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 roll an insight actually what's your yeah you're you're as as you say that uh roll an insight check for me salvatore roll an insight check yeah can we use our passives just to notice because uh, i will let you use your passive as well so 13 17 17 10. um 10 sunshine would be the only one who notices just barely rary quirks an eyebrow at salvatore's name And it is the most subtle gesture. But they proceed to introduce themselves uh, formally for you all as it's just, there aren't a series of titles. It is Big B, Archmage of the Circle of the Eight, right? A series of just very quick and down-to-earth introductions. Um, a little contrary to most mages and arcane practitioners that you've gotten to know. Uh you get the feeling that Otto wants to go on uh, and glances at Mordenkainen and, and doesn't. <laughs> good <Bless. laughs> Otto. Nice. Good, um, good. But they do all <laughs> make introduction. And with that over, Mordenkainen speaks up again. Very good. Um, so you will see uh, these four individuals here have come across... Uh, do you all remember the matter with... We just had a goal, and the machine not working the way it is supposed to. Uh, and you hear Dwarmage kind of say, Ah, <laughs> poppycock anyway. I don't need any of that. Um, death would live forever. It's nonsense irrelevant. Uh, ah, opposite of Nistel. <laughs> you are not relatable. <laughs> you kind of hear more than kind of, kind of glance. This may be true for you, Dormage, but the rest of the plan does require this system to operate optimally. Um, and Val, at the time we determined just to leave it be and see where the coins fell, it has gotten worse. Um, a few months ago, reports surfaced of this group having found and interacted with some relics of the Genotian Empire. You kind of glance around and with your passive insight, Sunshine and Demi, you both notice some figures nod at this. Others are like, they, they're not trying to conceal it. Just some of them have shown interest in the space. Others not. Um, but Morgan kind of proceeds with, um, unbeknownst to us, uh, and there is irritation for the first time in that statement. There have been players moving to shift that stalemate in the wrong direction. A member of our inner circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
As he says that, there is, again, looks of concern across the group and a little bit of murmuring between Nistel and Rary. Um, before he continues. Master Salvatore, perhaps it is best that you will explain what you have witnessed. I'm going to make a few rolls. Right. That would be best for everyone here if I spoke in front of the eight. Right now, let me just... I give him bardic inspiration. Yes! <laughs> I, can I... <laughs> and just like very gently, I'm just like... Breathe. And then as, step forward when you're ready. As you do, Otto kind of chuckles gently as you kind of sing a little tune. There is... Just, just... It's just the tiniest little i don't even think it's a tune it's just her like talking and there's this like tiny little echo of his song under it just like a eh. one thing i will note this is the first time you've spell cast in this space none of them react negatively to you doing so no. it also doesn't fail make it easy <laughs> that's good oh. um okay uh i will step forward and Looking at Morninkind and say, where would you like me to begin? Perhaps with um, Well, there are a few pieces I believe that I do not know the full story of. Um, I was not there in your initial engagements, this is correct. Right. You were not my jacket yet. Nistel goes, so. son of a bitch. Imagine being me. So, uh, I'm sorry, but <laughs> we first discovered this, and I will. Well, actually, no. The first thing I'll do is drop the illusion. Okay. Um. Everyone can make insight checks to kind of gauge responses. Uh, Salvatore, I'll give you advantage as you do it. Ooh. Oh, shit. Ooh, I have advantage. As you kind of dramatically drop this illusion. 17. 26. I got a 19. 17. Hey, 17 buds. Yeah, what's up? What's up? As you kind of gauge across the party, you catch the following. Some people tuning in on other things because you don't have time to gaze at everybody's face. But mm -hmm. I um, do. But... You do, actually. And so, Salvatore, you <laughs> get most of this uh, yourself. <laughs> Rary does not seem surprised. Mm -hmm. um, Nistel kind of mutters, that's new. Um, <laughs> Otto is genuinely awestruck by it and lets out an audible <gasps> uh, to it. Dwarmish uh -huh. is absolutely intrigued uh, and actually takes a step towards you uh, before kind of catching himself um, and Butler remains completely unreadable oh, you fucking piece of shit um, <laughs> a Buckner hate campaign <laughs> okay uh, I will say I stand before you and six unstuck from the machine of death. I find myself unable to pass on to the next life and yet not exactly tethered to this one. 
This process began months and months ago when I found this, and I will hold up the arm. This is what's referred to as a Nox Guide, one of the keys of destruction I had found in my research on the Gnothian Empire. It is one of a series of items that is rumored to be the downfall of this great nation. Specifically, there's the throne, scepter, a crown, this, Death's End. And is there one I'm forgetting? Uh, that was all five, I believe. Ah, that's all of them. Well done. Hey, Killing man. it, man. There's a pop quiz on lore right now. Sorry, bud. And you, you may go. also, if you want to roleplay it, please do. But you can also paraphrase if you don't want to have to go through all of it. Yes, yes, yes. This is a very... We went through a lot of stuff in the last camp, in this past campaign. Um, I will tell them about the different items, the ones we've found, and what we've done with them. I will tell them about the throne and where it is, although we haven't checked in on it in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will tell them about where the crown and death's end seem to be located and the fact that it changed recently and now that death's end is um locatable and it is next to the crown uh i will tell them everything i witnessed in that um separation of life that weird death dimension as you begin Including to do that, that. Leomond was there. Oh, beautiful. As you begin, before you share the Leomond element, mm-hmm. Otto will step forward uh, towards you and go, would, would you mind if we borrowed your perspective as you narrate this for us? If I am to say yes, I would like clarification as to what that means. Uh, sort of taking your memories of the vision and projecting them out around us. A visual, so to speak. I don't have to speak. Yes, of course. Let's do that. Uh, We'd prefer your insights, (laughs) but uh, he says, if you are all right with that, I will need to make physical contact with you. Um, That was the deal breaker. Yeah, he doesn't like that. Fine. I will allow this with some commentary, of course. Thank you, Captain Wonderful. <laughs> All right, one moment, folks. Uh, and he does kind of step behind you, and he puts his hand against your back. Uh, and you feel as some sort of arcane energy radiates out through your back and up and touches upon your mind. And nothing immediately begins to happen. And as you begin to narrate, what you're narrating, the memories of it begin to visualize out around you in a 20-foot radius. It's so Ooh. good. It's pretty, this is it's pretty so rad. nice. This is pretty cool. Well, the light fades out around you as it becomes this black void around all of you standing here in this circle. Mm-hmm. And I essentially replay step by step exactly what I went through in that other place. Aragal, me destroying Aragal, the hands, Rejas. As you do. I will allow you all to roll perception to see if you can pick up any more information from this. I will say I won't do it because I'm doing something. Yeah, or you could do it at disadvantage if you want to. 
Hell yes. Yeah, Where's I'm too busy. You're, you're doing a lot. Natural Hell 20. Yeah. Look at that. I got a... My dogs just got very excited. <laughs> Yay, natural 20. They're learning. I got an 18. 25. 25, 18. Okay. I'm rolling high today, and I'm super happy about it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> when we so, pick a fight later, that'll be a problem. <laughs> All right. Buck, <laughs> oh, jump him in an alley. <laughs> As you begin to narrate now, it is this unique instance of a lot of figures begin to pivot and engage with elements of this vision as it manifests around you. You see more. Is there a way of... that I can see, like, when people go to interact with something, I, like, pause it or, like, slow down the video? You absolutely can. As you pause in your narration, the mm -hmm. the memory kind of begins to slow itself down around you. Awesome. Red. Uh, this, whatever Otto is doing here is incredibly powerful magic um, that he is leveraging to cause this sort of strange instance. Um, but as you kind of do that you can literally it's like tony stark with his his yeah, again holograms holograms around you and you see a few figures break away and go in different directions mordenkainen stands arms crossed behind his back watching you directly uh, through the entire thing um eyes almost locked with yours uh, oh, no. this was a dream for so long <laughs> I'm, nervous. I'm sweating and i'm dead how does that happen <laughs> Nearly dead. Uh, <laughs> You're nearly headless, if it sounds. So, uh, as this manifests, um, you all begin to kind of look around, um, and you know what is very clearly Erigal, Weejoss, um, the, the three of you easily clock that. With the natural 20, Sunshine, you make your way over as they reach the instance where that stepped, that cloaked figure tears a rend into the null and steps through um, and they are wearing this sort of hood with this metallic skull mask uh, and the hood kind of falls down it is quite difficult to make out the whole thing but you kind of it, it's so lifelike and realistic uh, and the rest of you are kind of given pause sunshine as you step up and look up covered by the hood and concealed slightly there is a black obsidian circlet that runs the length of the metallic crown. It is these two obsidian bands that intertwine together. Um, and with the natural 20, as you step in even closer as Salvatore notes it and slows down the vision, there are inverted triangles carved within the obsidian bands that intertwine together. I've got a pretty good memory. <laughs> Subconsciously, your mind clocking these things. And I knew being it the whole the time. I just, I wanted to leave the pieces for you. <laughs> Is that what the crown of command looks like then? You see what? a few figures kind of approach Zal. Hmm? Sorry, I Zal. I think Zal was definitely like looking at other details and hears that and goes to the what? Demi was for sure staring at Weejoss like, <laughs> "Is it God?" I know, kind of. The fuck. But wait, you said the crown of command. What do you mean? This bend. The twined obsidian. I'm now picturing Zal and Debbie both like behind Sunshine doing a lean. Mistle kind of peers <laughs> over your shoulder. <laughs> Rekas, we're, doing this, we're doing this. We're doing the, the Scooby-Doo head pile up on the back of Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> That is a circlet. Does that mean... Does that mean that... Liam... 
I mean, we know who has the crown. Now, is it... Does that do mean we that know with our experience, do we have any idea if it's, like, the crown lets you command people, or a person puts a, a crown on you and then you oh, take no. orders? If so, please no one in this room get one of those. Demi, what? Oki said a cloaked figure mm -hmm. put the mark on them with the crown. Mm. So probably. And he just points at the cloaked Liamin standing there. I'm just I, saying. I, I mean, so... you also don't need to roll out. It could be both. True. I think, and as they're all standing around that image, it sort of like moves towards the face and these little handprints covering the entire body. I believe those are what are controlling Liamin. The crown is simply a gift. Uh, At least that is what I am positing off of. And you do see as Salvatore kind of fast forwards it a little bit to that moment where the sleeves <laughs> shift and, and the focus is drawn in. You see up his arm where it is exposed, there are these almost burnt amber handprints running up along any instance where you see exposed flesh. There's a moment where he tilts his head, and as you're looking for it now, you see a palm mark on the neck here where it is exposed at the nape. Right. How long ago what? did your colleague go missing that none of you... 40 years. We have been looking, or did, for quite some time, but Leomund was prolific for hopping from plane to plane. And there are periods in our history where he goes missing for a decade. Who takes his place? Normally no one, but after about 30 years, we elected to bring somebody new in. And that was very... Uh, and you see Rary is standing next to you as you're all stacked up. Uh, she's a little bit more dignified than Nistel uh, and, and kind of uh, gives you a nod. Ah, uh, okay. And these handprints, have you seen anything like this before? Was there... Josh, remind me. There was a hand on the the um you, you have Thank seen you. oh my god so you guys have thrones. seen the hand imagery used occasionally yeah. with the artifacts of nox specifically and with the hand and the thing and it is interesting that scarin's note said that we are his hand thing you pretty yes while we're going through my memory of the situation the moment where that hand makes contact with Weejoss and pulls out that sphere, does it leave behind a handprint, or am I misremembering that? So, um, the way that it, it doesn't actually touch Weejoss, it gets past Weejoss as you oh, replay this memory, and it grabbed that, and it was, yeah, okay. this orb, you can take a moment now, Salvatore, to, that moment is stark in your mind, where you disintegrated Aragal. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was badass. <laughs> uh, He's slowing it down on purpose. As that's replaying, I just sort of look around. On... Everyone, like, make sure everyone's like, oh this, oh, this next part is very important to the story. <laughs> you three round this part six times. Oh, it must be a problem with the spell on my You're mind. You're slowing it's it down. very good. It's nah, very, it's very good idea, Salvatore. It's so smart. 
I had sunglasses on for this part. It was really cool. I will say, as you try to add extra effects, no, it doesn't it wouldn't actually seem try to work. And do that. Yeah, no. this thing is directly tapped into your subconscious. Yes. Um, the the replaying and slowing down is slowly as you think more hard about a memory. It tends mm -hmm. to, um, but it is not like a, a thing you control. It is yeah. a. It's not like a hologram. Yeah. Um, but uh, but as you're looking at this orb, what drops from Aragal again is this scroll. Um, which clatters across the floor. And you. I will note that as you're looking at that absolutely draws Dwarmage's attention. Uh, and then he glances at that and he glances at the scroll in your hand. Oh, I don't have it in my hand for this Oh, you put it away? Okay, good. I good. put it like, That's in good the jacket. I just wanted to bring it with me. It's so then you just clocked like his eyes on that scroll. Yes, I was um, going to mention it later, but I definitely wanted to see who reacted to it and how they react when they see me pick it up. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. Excellent. Um, so it's he he doesn't clock at them, but he does see that scroll and does focus on it heavily. Mm -hmm. um, the orb, as it manifests out as the physical form, whatever it is in the null of Aragorn, dissipates to ash, and there's this glowing blue orb. Mm -hmm. You see now as you scrutinize it, there's a and a crack forms up the surface of this thing. As it's being pulled away or before it's touched? As the body is disintegrated around it. Uh -huh. And then it is grabbed after the fact. Ah. So it's not stable. Fuck yeah. It's not good. Still looking around, make sure everyone's impressed. <laughs> You just, so, some folks are, most of them are academically fixated, which you know to be its own form that of is impressed. impressed. Yeah. We're impressed. To you, you're like, yes. I was yes. lying. It really all happened. It's like when a nerd gets in, up on, on stage and starts talking about their theory and all mm -hmm. the academics are focusing in on the equation and have questions. And I can answer that. That's what's like, oh, happening. this is good. Yeah. Okay. Um, they do seem engaged. Again, some of them in very different things. Each one of these individuals has very unique and different interests to one of another. Um, and Can we try and clock where they're going? Um, like what, what they're focusing on? Yeah, absolutely. So Rary and Nistel are absolutely interested in this Leomond figure. Dwarmage, that scroll, is the first thing that he reacts directly to. Besides me being a lich. Besides you being a lich, yes, which he's very excited about. Uh, Bucknerd loops the entire oh, thing and then makes a few circles of Aragal kind of looking upwards. Um, and then Mordenkainen gazes directly at Salvatore the entire time. Hmm. Otto is not able to engage. The oh, spell requires oh, his entire he's, uh, he's holding my back this whole you time. You see, as you glance at him, Demi, his eyes are closed. His palm against Salvatore's back. Is it sweaty? Knees weak, arms heavy? Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Is there a vomit on his sweater already? Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Right. As you kind of progress through, again, yeah, replaying a few things, it. eventually it kind of settles in and people begin to re-aggregate, seemingly having gotten a good picture of what you've shared. Uh, having the information of the artifacts, um, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. I think when when we see the part where they're like racing for the scroll, 
and Salvatore throws up the force wall. So I was like, nice block. That was a good move. I was really proud of that. Yeah, it was really cool. Actually, you know what? I will say, I when thought. you get to that final rundown, Nistel is very interested in the duel from a cool perspective. <laughs> he's interested. You see him scrutinizing the spell slinging, and he's a bit. He's like a bit of a sports aficionado about the whole thing. Bless. Yeah, that's a firewall. Wizard. I just love this. I mean, gentlemen, be like, well, that's a foul. Uh <laughs> You cheated at least three times. <laughs> the sword allowed him to cheat. I watched. I, he does seem to be moving quite quickly. Right? Yeah. Correct. And yet you got it, you badass shoeless wizard. Well, <laughs> yes. You do hear oh at shoeless wizard. Again, Otto goes, <laughs> now that's a title uh, from oh. behind you. <laughs> oh, the third thing he reacted to was yeah. me having a title. Yeah. Nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Otto is, is a unique character. Okay. I love that for him. That's fucking great. So, as you kind of end this, eventually Otto takes his hand away and the image kind of falls down around you. And you settle back <laughs> in, the light coming back in. Go ahead. It's like I just stepped through the portal and I'm about to get knocked unconscious <laughs> through a wall. I'm like, all right, that's enough. I think we got it all. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really try to stop it there? No. Okay. They will know. They will organically let it go then. If you had tried to stop it, that would engage their insight uh, okay. and interest in the moment. But if you let it go... Would have been a dramatic blackout. I get nervous that it's about to hit that embarrassing moment where I die. <laughs> and then I see it fading after I leave the space. I'm like, oh my god. Okay. Uh, do you guys go on to explain what you uh, witnessed in Char? And so on and so forth. The rest yeah. of the party is welcome. Yeah. To I wasn't there for any of that, so I can't divulge that information. Okay. I think we would. Sure. I think after Salvatore finishes, we would kind of step up. Yeah. And were those hands identical to the ones that came and reached big... for us? The ones that we no, saw in them both? the, the yeah. illusion? Yeah. So as you look at both, um, make a straight investigation check for me, any of you who want to. Oh, um, just to see the level of detail. You're going to get information, period, but Which the level one? of detail. Investigation. 21. 21. 24. 24. No, 22. 22. Sorry. Okay. That's, that's okay. 24. 24. Oh, Lala, you only be one. <laughs> the hands reaching from the amber portals in Salvatore's vision are very physically real. Um, they are obsidian black, but there are a lot of similarities. The amber hands of this strange creature that you fought were translucent, but they were gnarled, long-fingered hands um, and multitudes of them. The, the, the way they interacted with each other were... Well, several of you have been giant octopuses or seen them, they behave more like a series of tendrils engaging with one another than with two appendages, um, almost acting like extensions of this form, uh, whatever yes. it is. Uh, with the 21 and the 20, 20 and above, you would kind of make that connection there. Um, but again, the, the ones in Char were translucent, um, almost flickering in, in in kind of their existence. There was also a face attached to the creature in Shar. Right. There was like that singular eye thing. A mono-eyed head shape. Really not much more than some sort of void-like eye in the center of it. 
um, which was, it was not. Like a blight ganon. It was like a blight ganon, honestly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's what I put in the picture. Um, I also oh think. God, it is. I also think Zal would um, talk about the uh, parasite to the eight and mm. explain how it called its. It, it was like a being of Nox. Um, and how when he had those conversations with it. Yes. That is particularly interesting to Bucknerd, um, who kind of asks you for more details uh, regarding oh. that creature. <laughs> right. Um, well, I made a dumb decision. Uh, it's already been pointed out today. I'm a UNT. Poison doesn't really get me. So I decided to lick whatever uh, this stuff was. I thought it was top. Wasn't Tar, was like a parasite. You said it fell in your mouth. You chose to lick it? <laughs> you lied! I don't think this is the right time we to have this. The entire hey, circle hey, is just kind of I looking at each is, other. Like, <laughs> don't think this is the right time to have this conversation. Oh, anyway, it right takes time to lie. I don't, be right time. I don't think this is the right time. Anyway, anyway, it was bad. It was bad. First of all, it tasted like gunpowder, blood, and uh, talk. There is no such a. Oh no, yeah, there is gun cannon. Yeah, cannon. Yeah, because it was the. Yeah, it was I was like, like I'm an uh, idiot. Yeah, yeah, sulfur. It was the powder because you said it was like sulfury. So. 100. I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I just don't. Uh, anyway, um, and essentially, it was like a voice in my head that tried to tempt me to do things over a long period of time. Um, it was ultimately taken out by... Oh, this is going to be weird. My... A celestial. A celestial who happens to be my mom. Um, this is your mother that you have been speaking of. That's Mordenkainen. That yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, it's her. She kind of did a thing where I... It tried to take complete control of me, I think. I kind of did a blackout. And then she kind of appeared, and uh, in easier terms than to explain, because I have no clue, she kicked its ass. He kind of glances at Dwarmage and goes, this sounds like an Archon, no? Uh, and Dwarmage goes, oh? yes, yes, that would be an accurate description of one. I'm sorry, I... Archon? Archon. Uh, celestial beings, they reside over Celestia, sort of... Demi deity. Wait, she's real? Yeah. <laughs> she's been real. That is. Where do you yes. think he gets his magic from? I, I got it from books. <laughs> okay, well, read. not everyone can learn like How that. How often do you see. Never mind. You got um, it from thin air and music. We will talk about this later. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I. Aaron. <laughs> uh, that's a, a, a celestial term. That's good to know. Um, but yeah, she kind of stepped in um, and, and did some stuff. But it. We've, All we've of seen... their eyes are on Saul right now, and it is. A little insulting, yeah. It's a little unfortunate. <laughs> it is very much that all of a sudden scrutinizing a bit of a specimen sort of behavior that academics, you've seen Salvatore do it before. Yeah. Um, to me before. Yeah, and it's, when I had the spells all of them back. do the exact same thing where there are lines of thought branching off in each one's mind and they have to kind of pull it back to focus in on what you're discussing. 
So the thing is, I I don't I don't study as much as as any of you, obviously. Um, but it's interesting because <laughs> this this study, uh, yes. that's also. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that would be uh, so the, the interesting thing your back for me. <laughs> He's doing a little jig the behind irony, you. Yeah, the entire time. time. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, the interesting thing is, is it seems like this entity has, um, I think the term would be like a, a hive mind, because we've met this entity another time, and it recognized me and tried to latch into me again. Interesting. You hear from Bucknerd for the first time? It's almost like some sort of, um... Do you remember... <laughs> Tensor's <laughs> demiplane started leaking something? A sentience at one point? Uh... And you hear... <laughs> Otto go, yes! Yes! No! That's right! And they begin to engage in this kind of short back and forth about theorizing as to what this might be. Um, at this point, their minds are, they have you've all seen this, and they're just engaging in what turns immediately every time into scholarly discourse. A few of them start to break into their own conversations and then begin arguing with each other, and it takes a minute for them. Mordenkainen, again, says nothing, uh, and eventually kind of taps his During foot a few times. Go Debbie, ahead. just under her breath, just... I can leak a sentience. A demi blink. What? During that, yeah. that word. Did someone mention uh, this goo having said that Salvatore had been chosen in some way? What? 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 That did happen. It did? <laughs> yes. I would remember if it did. <laughs> That but I don't so it remember. did happen. Uh, <laughs> okay. I believe Salvatore actually asked it about the hand. Arthur uh, doesn't remember. At but which Demi point would. it went. Uh, oh you right. Have been chosen. And Salvatore mm -hmm. said he didn't like that. Yeah. So I'll and take it was someone else back. talking, so it just sounded like you know the peanut. Mwah, 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 mwah. Yeah. <laughs> Sean. Then you heard it. Mwah, 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 mwah. Salvatore. Mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> someone said my name. Sorry, button. No, it's fine, just... If he was chosen by Nox, probably something to reflect upon. My theory is then, given this information, that Nox is the figure on the other side of whatever this is. The hands... Correct? We should assume so. And it clearly wants... Ergol's corpse. It clearly wants control in this land, this space. I think at this time we did some research. Uh, we have connections here. Kenneth. Knox. It is not a line that I did much research into, but we can spend some time. They weren't with us for the Underdark. I'll also inform them about that stuff, too. Like, where all those souls had been essentially retrofitted to exist within stones, 
place within bodies, and apparently they had all shipped off to another place. The there is a record from before the circle of the Duragar approaching some of the nations at that time. Warning of some sort of end to come, of reality not working the way that it should. Yes. This might be something worth looking into. It is well known that, uh, well, subjectively, at least among our circles, that most of the High Elves and Durgar fled this plane. Interesting. They possibly coincide then. As a response? Hmm. There is much to sink on. Now, please go ahead. Uh, there is something you told me when I was in that space that only someone of my kind, which or a god of death, could enter that place. You could not do it yourself to assist me. Yes, this is the null, is what I am calling it theoretically. Right. So what I'm saying is that if only gods of death can enter that place, then it is succeeding in its cause. This is not good. For certain, we need to move and act. There is context that you all need to know. In your absence, uh, your temporal shift, so to speak, (laughs) the... (laughs) Great kingdoms uh, unified for the first time and marched on the Bone March. Oh no! They took Holy it, uh, which oh. we believed was cause for celebration. Until and then they turned on ID and have declared war on the Grand Alliance. The King of Nildra. Is part of this alliance? The King of Nildra is part of the Grand Alliance, uh, which is the uh, principalities of Ulik, ID, uh, most of the nations that run along the western side of the Azur Sea. The Great Kingdom um, ah. is, just for you geographically, because you would know this, Salvatore, the Great yes. Kingdom is that large region where a large majority of Ganeth So sat. they are marching on Nildra, essentially. They're marching on ID. They'd have to get through ID first. Um, but I mean, ID yes. is allied with Neildra. Okay, that's not good. You mentioned that you believed uh, Death's End was in the Dead March. Correct? Correct. I posit that this Brotherhood is working with the Great Kingdoms. Again? Or they are leveraging whatever sway they gained. You dealt with their agents who had inserted themselves in Kjolland, no? I wouldn't be surprised to find each of their generals with a little triangle on their arm or something. So. Also, uh, be aware of that mark. Any under their sway have a small red triangle somewhere on their person can be dispelled. This is good to know. Dispelled, you say? Yes. 
I would wager that Leoman stands among the individuals in the Great Kingdom. He holds their ears with the Tsar and is undoubtedly leveraging power there. Was he a lich before? None, no. Mortal, uh, in so much as we all are, long lived, but ultimately we do die. Unlike your companion here who will live uh, forever. Yes, I'm unkillable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that magic from thin air <laughs> um, still mad <laughs> it's all humming and nonsense <laughs> so theoretically he wants to try this figure this Nox holds sway over Leomund who holds sway over the great kingdoms. You Ooh. have an artifact locked in Kiolan. They're going for the throne. They're going oh, for shit. the throne. They're not... Sorry. He's shown us everything on the map, correct? Um, Salvatore has multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think I looked at the throne in a few days, but... You are welcome I... to pull it up now. I do. I show them all the beauty yeah. that is my map. Everyone's Isn't the use closer than Kyoland? Why would they not go there? They would have to come through Greyhawk. They don't want to do that. Also, yours is one of the most horrific and inhospitable places on this plane. But I mean, they don't even know where the throne is. I... Well... Are you sure? Let's, know let's be really honest. He was in Salvatore's coat and knew what we were doing for months and none of us knew. Mm -hmm. I just told them it's there as well. But what I'm saying is, this is the guide of Nox. Yep. If Nox is looking for the throne and he's showing me where it is, I assume he knows as well. Yeah, that's valid. Let us not forget that the Scarlet Brotherhood was operating out of Kjoland during that entire conflict. Yes, their last knowledge would be of it being brought there and then nothing. Right. And probably your interactions it with them, correct? What? Hmm? It was supposed it to be, but since they them? didn't get it. Yes. Their agent was the one looking for it, I believe. And you... you hear Morden kind of has pieced together pieces of your conversations as he's been yeah. listening in and has his own picture of things. He asks for clarification in really weird places and sometimes knows things that you never shared. It's a little mm -hmm. bit invasive. Right. I hate this. Oh, you're good. Uh. <laughs> okay. Now, what do we do? the Great Kingdom's hold an embassy here in Greyhawk. It was abandoned before oh. they attacked ID. Assuming that things move forward, it could be very problematic. 
there is one benefit we have. They do not know that we are involved. The purpose of that cult of, of my obfuscations is to assure that they do not know that we are paying attention to this. I would like it to remain that way. Can do, to an extent. We will back you, and we will do our own investigations and provide access to resources, but it is best if our connection remains a secret. Very well. Then we should try to utilize your information as little as possible. Yes. And while I have you, and I will pull out the scroll at this point, and I will uh, sort of open it up where there's nothing written on it. This is what I recovered from Aragol. <laughs> Morton kind of kind of glances at each member of the party. The machine of death is something that is complex and beyond our full understanding. However, one of the key things that is known is that each part, each player, needs to be able to do its job. Or what is happening in the Astral Sea, or worse, could continue to happen. That object in your hands represents the scribe of death. With Ergal dead, there is a piece of the machine missing. I would wager that whomever holds that, given the right circumstances, will fill that gap. So Ergal then? They would be their own deity. Ergal was its own sentience that stepped in to fill that space. What do you know of um, yes, celestial uh, beings? The... What was the name they gave me? Was it not Errol? Uh, Nairul. N-E-R-U-L-L. Nairul. Nairul is a god already. Well, that's who I was told to deliver it to. You all heard in the message I was given from Weejas. That is an interesting point. Nairul, all of you make religion checks for me. Ugh. Gross. Oh, Sorry. six. Jesus. Eleven. Eleven. Gods. 18. Who needs them? 18? 19. 19. 18. Uh, all of you. Actually, no, none of you would have heard of Nairul in this context. Um, Damn it. Do you know imagery around the Reaper, collector of souls? Yes, folks, tales, and myths. That is... Lots of good stories. Mm -hmm. That is Nairul. Nero oh. is malicious, uh, but neutral, and collects the dead. Hmm, what an interesting turn of phrase. Collects the dead for what purpose? I'm sorry, malicious and neutral. Yes, it is uh, interesting. He is bound by Weejas in some way to not attempt to extend his powers beyond his station. Again, something to do with the way the machine of death works. 
he is specifically bound and very intentionally because he can operate on the prime material plane. Mm. Wouldn't have like an address or know where they are currently. <sighs> Forwarding address even. My agents suggest that they are in ears. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. In fact, yeah. that and he points at Ulek, maybe yeah. his handiwork. That makes sense. Right. Ooh. So where do we go from here? I will be honest, you have done a good job this far. No. <clears throat> the less that we are involved, likely the better. We will support you, grant you access to the citadel, but we must be careful with that. Oh, yes. I don't want you staying here or such. I do not want you using our names. We need code names. I don't <laughs> think that's what he meant. Do Otto you... goes, capital idea! Oh, I like this man more and more every time. Yeah. Code names! Mm. Oh. Does that central sort of teleportation circle does salvatore need to learn that one and could you I... fix the one at our house that will take about a year Fuck. Yeah, well, in salt marsh it should be fine should that's right that's not a house which it was oh, just oh yes there is one in salt marsh he saw that correct you had the yeah. coat when you used that yeah. we've used what it a couple times yeah. yeah. mm -hmm. okay that that is good this one will not work for you. None of these will work for you. I wouldn't impose on any of these also as well. We can take you to... It's easier not to be seen if you teleport in. That is fair. We do have other ones in the Citadel that we can give you access to. Uh, this space is not so much one. Hello, everybody! We can also, once you have that handled, give you access to... Um, uh, the shields of Z8. You would know that Salvatore, the way these work, yeah, is each one of those beyond some sort of vague meaning that people allude to regularly, but nobody knows how they work. They are communal teleportation platforms that can travel around the city. Operated gotcha. and powered by the Citadel. Anybody with no capability to cast magic can use it essentially like a subway. So Pretty like cool. permanent, permanent open circles. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, if they're communal, I would assume we had access to those. Do you have access to them well. anyway? But what he's referring to is either something more. What he's saying is he can get you there so that you've okay. seen them. Gotcha, gotcha. Because gotcha. a wizard with the right abilities can also teleport directly into them. And that's me. That's you. Nice. Hell yeah. I would argue, again, we can give you access to one of the circles within the Citadel. You walking around the halls may not be a good idea given how pervasive this brotherhood is. Yes. 
How you proceed, I will leave to you, but the more information you can report to us, the better. We will begin to prepare the leaders of the Grand Alliance. And you'll be along for the ride, correct? I was just actually yeah. going to ask, do you want to give, like, you know, the rest of us pieces of clothes that just have I'm sure he will members in them? I'm probably not going to take this jacket off. It looks pretty cool. If you keep wearing that, then I am happy to continue to observe what you see. Right. Uh, can I... Um, so I have a weird request, because you said you were willing to help. Um, and I'm going to bring out the Astas anchor. Oh, okay. I'm very interested. Looking Black nerd again, very interested in this. I'm looking for pieces of this. Apparently, from the information I've gathered, it's most likely a spear that my mother carried and is now used to bind her somewhere in the uh, the Medio jungle. Otto kind of walks uh, over and says, "May I?" Sure, it's apparently All right. been... okay. Well, uh, and he sits there for ten minutes. <laughs> I just, I just love that. Uh, he's identifying it. He's identifying it. Yeah, solid. Uh, but and as he's identifying it, Exal's like, she's apparently held somewhere in the Emerald Jungle by a entity only known as Seth. Um, Seth. <laughs> a primordial from my research who or a primordial force that's very confusing the language doesn't really make sense hey you are rather well read aren't you no huh. about things that you enjoy you are <laughs> i mean yes if i enjoy something i usually read it and i'm almost done with the illith in the odyssey really interesting where i'm getting that's to. taking you much longer than i thought <laughs> i've had to read like six other books in between i'm not judging he did lose a few months also. I... Leave it alone! <laughs> Honestly, that is rather fascinating as well, actually. Yeah, I'd love to speak with you. Uh, and he gets a glare from Mordenkainen and stops uh, and backs up a little bit. Who does? Uh, Buckner. Who was saying that? Demi, like, moves the slightest bit back towards Nistel, where she feels safe. She's just like... A room full of salvators. <laughs> It's every single one. Like, they keep scrutinizing everything you have to say and assessing it. Um, Demi, actually, also make an insight for me. Okay. Um, 15 plus 7. 26. 26. I will note, Bucknerd is the vocal one. Dwarmage is also watching you very closely. In regards to every time the time travel thing comes up. And she moves slightly more behind Nistel. <laughs> Guys, leave her alone. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> I love Nistel so much. Oh, that's another book. I sell street meat down on the... Never mind. Um, oh. <laughs> did he like a scroll? <laughs> sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ is canon here in Greyhawk now. Um, Solid. The meat seller? I think he swears in Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> Um, so, perhaps, uh, here's what I would advise. We grant you access for some time to the archives, and if you would like to do research, there is also the municipal library, uh, down in the Scholar's Cloister, and if you would prefer 
to do work there. Uh, we have a little more access, obviously, to most of this planes and some of the other planes texts and um, which you are welcome to peruse um, in regards to your uh, mother as you call her the archon uh, i do have uh, a map of that region um there was a, a wizard who was captured by the unt uh, he was kept in their employment for 30 years and he drew it up when we got him so if you would like to when, see that when was that if you don't mind me asking uh 300 years ago never mind uh <laughs> gotcha uh and you get the feeling he's recalling in great detail a lot of information mm -hmm. I'd, I'd absolutely love to see that i've never um in all honesty i've never really seen the region to my knowledge I... so, we can get you access to that um, uh, we tend to avoid the dealings of the UNT anything related to the hell furnaces Seth is another figure where how much has your friend here told about told you about the charge of the circle of the eight and he gestures at Salvatore when he says your friend Um, he's actually told us that decent amount sorry sean <laughs> presumptuous i think he's told us a decent amount he uh seems to be very impressed by you all our purpose is not good or bad our purpose is balance things that you might frown upon we allow to exist because pushing it the wrong direction could make things far worse this instance here with this knock figure is one of those instances where something has been pushed too far in one direction. And I believe, and he glances at all his companions, we are all in agreement that it is time for us to step in. So you interfere when things are out of balance? That is correct. Might I ask you then, the fellow you were talking about who gave you your lighthouse or who it belonged to, the Theodore Solomor, mm -hmm. You interfered in that instance? Yes. He was a watchman for them, I believe. He worked for us. Right. What was out of balance in Saltmarsh? Oh, oh, um, no, there's nothing out of balance there. Just an ancient elven city, but it is good to have eyes and ears across the plain. Salvatore is one of these now. This is such a small thing that no one will care about. Do you know what's wrong with the bridge there? Um, In Saltmarsh. Saltmarsh. Uh, and he looks over uh, at Dwarmage uh, and Bucknerd, who kind of begin to step forward. And you start to get the feeling that there are, like, history buffs and spell slingers and performers amongst these wizards. Uh, and you kind of see Dwarmage kind of uh, nod at Bucknerd and then step forward. Uh, so my understanding is that there were a number of high elf settlements dotting the eastern, excuse me, western Azur seaboard. Um, long before the Circle founding, uh, they exodused, exodused um, pretty quickly, uh, most of their population leaving the plain all at one time. Saltmarsh, I believe, sits on one of those sites, so it likely correlates to that. 
Uh, I believe um, other locations kind of ran all the way down towards the hill furnaces. A bridge on the site of the Exodus, and you were just talking about how elves and Duragar left to escape the broken machinery of death. Oh yes, that's an interesting theory. It's quite possible that they used that bridge. Um, it makes you feel like death if you walk across it and have any sort of um, fey hmm. and ancestry. It'd be interesting to see what Tensor had to say about this. Learmond was the interdimensional traveler, but he has some ideas on it as well. Hmm. Maybe we'll get to ask him. What would you know about the Black Isle? The it's Black Isle. Off the coast of Saltmarsh. Just, well, up the coast I of Saltmarsh. I can't say that I'm familiar with it. Okay. Because that's where I... I found. That's and he looks so. He, he looks so. Otto's over still he's holding still... it. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. That's where I found that artifact. Um... Very interesting. But... Broken, <laughs> for certain. That's... Uh, celestial, absolutely. Yep. Um, and you're saying you're missing the rest of it. That's what I'm looking for. The rest of it. Hmm. Apparently, according to. Uh, my mother, the Ar Archon, is that the right term? Archon. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, she. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. Uh, she said it was essentially part of the key to unlocking her. This. Well, she said this is the key. Rebuilding this Ostasenka. Well, I assume that if Seth, you know, locked her down, that he would have to diminish her power. Um, mm -hmm. Breaking that would certainly help do so, would it not? Exactly my thoughts. Zal is lying through his teeth. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I, I thought. Um, but would you happen to know a way to figure out where the rest of it is? Have you tried locate object? I can't do that. I mean, it's pro not foolproof, given that it's one object in three places, but it's worth a shot. Yes, but I... Okay. Okay, thank you. Are you asking me to cast locate object for you? I'm asking... Sure, if that... If I guess I don't know how to... I've. I've I don't understand. I can cast that. I don't However, mine only works within a thousand feet. Is yours yeah, different? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. That would be a problem, wouldn't it? <laughs> would be a problem. But you can make it. You can do it differently. Well, what have you got to trade? I'm sorry. Who's asking this? This is Otto. I, this is Otto. Didn't you just all say that you were here to help us, and then now I have to trade? I'm Otto, entirely independent. No, it doesn't matter. What is happening? Otto, I could paint your portrait with all of your titles if you'll tell me them. I'm a oh. very good singer. Uh, oh. I have... We should leave. We have been Why looking for this angry? artifact, Rizal. Why on earth that you're all embarrassing me a great deal? Then you may walk away. And Thank you do you. see that <laughs> Mordenkainen is glaring at Otto, uh, who is just off <laughs> on doing his own thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I don't. Like he looks at Debbie's like, what am I supposed to? I, I tell I you what. Do you lot need a place to stay in the city? Yes, we do. Well, oh, I thought yeah. we were. Uh, I thought we weren't supposed to be seen with you. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. What? I think we need a Look, place to stay. I have a place called Otto's Irresistible Dance Hall. Less. Stop. Oh wait a minute! <laughs> I've had that cast on me before. It, it was sucked. Very <laughs> you poor bastard. In in looking back on it now, when Actually. we're not in the middle of like danger, it was very interesting. Also, it was one of the Brotherhood that did it. That is correct. It was a very uh I mean I don't bard. control who uses my spells. That's fine. I'm just letting you know. Alright, well, if you're interested, yeah. come by, bring something good. What maybe I, we'll do I... a trade. Can I ask you something before Warren we Warren Kynan, stop staring at me! And okay. he kind of <laughs> backs off a little bit. I just need to ask one thing. What do you consider good? Because, like, essentially you all are very well-versed in the world. I don't know what you would consider good. So. Well, if I knew what was going to surprise me, I wouldn't be able to tell you what it was, would I? That's not what you have. Best okay. of luck, champ. That's surprising. This sounds interesting. I don't understand it. Salvatore, would you like us to leave now? Yes. Okay. Uh, how... Well, I was going to ha how best to get in contact with you, but Nistel, never mind. Um, bring them down to the central um, closed uh, teleportation position in the Citadel. Um, I believe Master Salvatore should be able to get them out to the shields if needed beyond that. Um, and if they need the archives, please let them do so. Yep, my pleasure. Uh, oh, we've become one of your tasks, haven't we? Yeah, I think I'm your wrangler. Oh, thank oh, God. No. Honestly. Where were you five great. minutes ago? No. Okay. Hey, it's Salvatore. not my job to control what y'all say. <laughs> Salvatore, I get it. You're mad at me. I didn't ask him to cast the spell he offered. No, you did. You did just now ask him to cast the spell okay. for you. Okay. Uh, Nistel, where should we be going? Uh, <laughs> this just... way to the center platform. Uh, and you Thank do you. see Mordenkainen and Otto again are off in a corner. Otto seems to maybe be arguing. It's hard to tell. Um, Rary does go along with you. Um, and you see Dwarmage and Bucknerd go to their respective platforms. And there's a... <laughs> and they disappear from the room. Um, this says, all right, here we go. Uh, and there is a blue arcane flash, and then you find yourself standing in a closed room. Um, there are two massive golems standing in front of the closed door, um, which does appear to be barred and sealed. Um, Nistel walks up to it, and you see the telltale signs of spell casting, and there is a click. Uh, and then he swings the door open and steps into another closed hallway. And there are golems everywhere here. Um, you see these okay. large structures. Most of them appear to be forms of iron or stone. Um, the stone ones, Yikes. each one is pretty unique. You get the feeling there's a craftsman's touch to these. Um, there is never, in your kind of limited experiences with golems, it's not your uh, space of study. They tend to manifest in a way that appears to be their creator's sort of style. Um, mm. And a lot of the time, every single one, even if it's by the same creator, will look slightly different from the other. 
Um, so it's a little jarring in this like immaculate hallway to see a number of different, a lot of the iron golems, you know, the ones you saw back on the juggernaut with these massive hulking things. Some of these are long slender creatures with just these extended arms and strange attachments stuck to them. Um, most of them are just standing motionless. So that'll get you all in and out. Um, I will have to get you uh, some rings for those golems not to attack you on sight when you come through. Oh. I can get you those while you're in the library. Uh, it was running. Hey. Sure. Absolutely. Thank you. It's only going to give you all much. limited access, so be careful. You fuck around with anything too much, and nobody's around to stop, and they'll still come for you. Which rooms would those be? Anyone but the library in this? Uh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, and right. careful in the uh, library, that's too. Good. What? what else is well, in here? Interesting. Huh. In here? I mean, like, in this building, because, like, it's huge sorry, and you only have access to three rooms. I think Hannon is looking at me the... right now. I'm not going to divulge I... any more secrets. I'm already in hot water. <laughs> oh, no. Thing. Very sorry. It's fine. It's on me. All right, let's go. This way. Uh, and he makes his way down this hallway. Again, occasionally you see constructs moving uh, down their branching hallways all in different directions. It's mostly lit by these strange blue glowing crystals that are clearly faceted straight into the walls themselves. Uh, you feel like you're quite deep in the bowels of whatever this structure is. Uh, but eventually you are led through a door that again is guarded by two massive golems um, into a massive room that's about five stories tall that is ringed it's open in those five stories but ringed with balconies and there are just texts running around all of them the stacks of these run up all five stories so as you look forward you see the physical stack and it just goes straight up towards the ceiling um seemingly difficult to get to but you're certain there's magic in play here with the space All right, reading areas are over there. Um, Rary, I'll leave you here with them if you don't mind. Of course. Um, I'm going to go get those real quick. Uh, and he All backs right. out the door. Will oh. you do that? There, Sunshine is just going to hand him um, a letter and a bunch of doodles. I had meant to make you a pen pal, and then we lost two months. So here you go. Here's a letter. Oh, uh, I will read it and get back to you. Thank you so much. And I see that message just pinged me. Uh, and he slips it into his robe and it kind of... All right. I'll be right back. Uh, very kind of... And follow me. Uh, she leads you down. And this place is empty. Uh, one thing mm -hmm. you note here is there is currently nobody in this repository of knowledge. There, there are... are Sorry, what? There are books here, right? It's not empty. Oh, empty. yeah. Tons of books. Okay. There is furniture. There are shelves. I apologize. There are no people. Uh, including no librarian and also no like circulation desk mm -hmm. um, and she kind of leads you forward and just says so the enchantment in this place essentially will um, allow you to how do you say um, basically as you begin to roam if you are focusing on what you are looking for it will lead you towards that location in the stack Um uh, beyond that, it is up to you to find what you need to find. Most wizards come in wielding their own ability, uh, and it is not important, so uh, we leave it to you. Um, 
I'm going to hang out for a little bit, but I have something that I need to look for myself. The librarian in me is just like screaming, this is very cool. <laughs> Uh, it kind of functions very similar to the bookshelf, but on a library-wide scale that sat in the agent's hall. Have an idea of what you're looking for. The better the idea, the more likely you are to find something. Still not guaranteed. Uh, yeah. Uh, and she kind of says, and please make yourself comfortable. And there are, like, kind of the seating areas are mostly these sort of sofas that are wrapped around these just... Um, like coffee tables. Fairly ornate, nothing over the top. Um, oh, and you, uh, Morgan kind of promised you a map, yes, uh, Zal? Uh, yes, uh, the, the, the Medio Jungle. I think I can find that. Thank you. She Thank just you. wanders off into the stacks. Okay, that's terrifying. Salvatore has mm -hmm. so many books. This is. Is this bigger than the catacombs, or is it about? The catacombs is interesting because you don't know the scale of it. It right. looks bigger than the catacombs. The thing with the catacombs is it fades into nothing. Um, like beyond the stacks, there's just these stacks, and then it just goes. This is towering up above you, um, and you're not seeing the end of the stacks beyond you. So it does suggest that it is immense. Uh, it's difficult to compare sizes, but knowing who these people yeah. are. This is an impressive source of information. If ever there was a place to find what you're looking for, it's here. So are we just going off of, like, ideas? Because, like, I have... Follow your thoughts. Follow your thoughts. What a lovely and dangerous sentence. As it made me well, I died. You died, came back, screamed, I'm immortal, and then died again. And here I stand. You're welcome. Isn't that wonderful? You did that? Fully healed you. I fully down. thought that was something I did. Well, thank you very much, Demi, then. <laughs> I healed you, and Demi ran you out. Okay, that's different. I thought it had something to do with my new form. Nope. Oops. <laughs> no, I fully dragged no, your skeleton no. ass through multiple no. dimension doors. Can I? Why didn't I'm... they heal me? I did. Oh. I believe they tried. It didn't work. You just kind of, it kind of did the thing where the light, you know, that thing before you died where I could like look at you and all of a sudden you'd light up for a moment. It did that, but it just kind of, you were still. Dead weight. Yep. <laughs> Well, good point. Right. I, no, I can't say that. <laughs> I was going to say, now I fit in. Um, oh, oh man. my <laughs> God! <laughs> I didn't say it, so it's not canon. Um, <laughs> at that point, Salvatore's going to have an idea and begin walking off following it. Okay! <laughs> I love that, uh, yeah, everyone just disperses. I'll see you later! Are we supposed to just... Well, okay. Cool, I have a thought so i'm gonna well i don't do i wait though because rory's bringing me in. i don't know mm, what to do just go i can wait here for the map i don't have a thought to follow at the moment cool um see you soon 
Okay. <laughs> so while you guys think about the thought you're thinking of and then tell me it, uh, we'll just kind of do a bit of weird time mumbo-jumbo where while you're in the stacks, Rari will return, being quite practiced in the utilization of this. Uh, she is carrying several books under her arm and a map case in her other arm. And she just kind of walks up to you down to say, Here's this. Uh, uh, they are following their thoughts. Yes. Hopefully it goes well. I mean, it depends how good at thinking you are. Um, and she places the... Oh, no, it's all. Scroll... <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> I need to write a new character. Give me a minute. <laughs> You do get the feeling that if you are a person who is easily distracted, you can spend a lot of time in here. Oh, shit. You think that horn on that desert? <laughs> yeah! God. Oh. And your oh. name is uh, Captain Demi Waters, yes? Yes. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, Nistel mentioned that you, uh, or he sunk some of your ships. Just one, uh, and was actually the Kingdom of Kyolan's ship more than mine, but was oh, part well, of the expedition. Fine, it was, yes, and we didn't lose anyone, so. They have know. plenty of ships. They love ships over there. True. I really oh, can't boats, say anything. Boats, boats. I, I oh. have three. Oh. Now. That so. is a lot of ships, yes. Mm, you get the feeling she's making pleasant conversation, has no idea. Yeah. Uh, and. Your specialization? Uh, divination. Oh, that's Salvatore's as well. I or it was. I don't know if he's changed it. Salvatore is a divination wizard. He was. I, I don't believe it's changed. I should go. Why? It just does not... Uh, we've probably been too close to each other for a while. Um... It is the way that uh, fate works. <laughs> uh, it, it was very nice meeting you. Uh, goodbye. And she okay. just walks off. I've never seen the library. anyone. She just, Demi just mumbles, I've never seen anyone walk off that fast dealing with Salvatore. Uh, as she exits, she kind of I runs into you. Nistel at the door. She goes, you did not tell him he's a divination wizard. Uh, yeah. Why, nothing happened, right? Uh, no, it is fine, but uh, whatever. I will see you later. Uh, I'm off she... in the I'm having a vision! There's <laughs> <laughs> just an explosion! <laughs> uh, but he kind of walks <laughs> in and goes, Alright, not bad. Uh, Demi, good to see you, Captain. Hello. Yeah. Uh, what are the others doing? Following their thoughts? Following their thoughts. Oh, Gun. you let Zal do that. I realized afterwards that it might have been better if I'd helped, but here we are. It'll be fine. If nothing else, Sorry, I'll Adam, think I what he you. might have thought, and then I will follow my thought, and maybe I'll hit that on the way. You know? Oh, oh interesting. All right. <coughs> so, how much trouble are you in now that the jacket's farther away? I mean, there's... There isn't real trouble, like... You know what I mean? We're not at school and we're not beholden to each other. It's more just that they'll likely figure out ways to make me pay for it. Being our babysitter might have been the start of that. Ah, you guys are fine. It's kind of a fairly important responsibility, honestly. 
huh. when they don't want to deal with things, they give it to me more than uh, it being menial. Oh. Um, not to say that this isn't important. Morton Cannon has never been that expressive before, at least not in the last three or four hundred years, so. Wow. Uh, he's concerned. Oh. I. Salvador's I really didn't know. Right? I don't, no, he's not. He's off following a thought somewhere. Right. This... I wonder if anyone's okay. thinking about me right now. <laughs> Walks back <laughs> into the hallway. <laughs> um, yes. Well, I guess we can wait for your friends. Certainly. Oh, I'm here. Uh, he pulls out a little wooden box. And he says, oh. So I put the specific enchantments on these. You're not going to get far. So again, don't go wandering around. To be honest, I am not the one you need to be giving that speech to, but I do appreciate it. That's fair. You're sitting here. Uh, okay, cool. He kind of tosses himself down on the couch uh, and glances to his left and there's a few books and he just kind of mage hands one over starts flipping through it alright my friends in the stacks what are y'all looking for I'm digging my own grave here um uh, Sunshine is following all of the places that Jor was purported to be involved with um, so I think they'll start with the Sorcerer's Nexus. Okay, okay. Um, so you are looking for information on the Sorcerer's Nexus, that's correct. Mm -hmm. um, as you go through the stacks, uh, making your way through, you eventually come across a very large tome um, titled The Magical Institutes of Flanace. Um, which, as you flip through it, does seem to have a fair amount of information on the Sorceress Nexus. Okay. Would it have the Seekers of the Arcane and the Society of the Serpent in it as well? Um, make an investigation check for me. <laughs> Natural 20. Okay. As Minus one. As you're kind of flipping I'm not through smart. with that, um, it is mentioned tertiarily. The Seekers of the Arcane uh, and the serpents they're less organized and less established um, and are referenced only in acquisition of magical artifacts um, the author kind of posits where the nexus has accrued all of its uh, enchanted items from uh, and those are cited as two sources okay um, and the Nexus itself? Uh, the Nexus itself is discussed as a repository of arcane knowledge um, that attempts to mimic the Citadel of Greyhawk um, within the Greater Kingdoms. Um, this particular author is clearly biased towards Greyhawk uh, and represents it as a hollow shell um, with limited scruples and very little import to the rest of the world. Um. Alrighty. And... Just as you're flipping through, um, it's it's yeah. a few pages on the Nexus, and then it talks about a series of other institutes. Um, kind of just touching upon 
various locations of magical power um, or training throughout um, throughout Flanace. They wouldn't happen to list um, any graduates of note? Graduates of note? Um, they only make reference to a position of high sorcerer at the Nexus, but don't give any specific names. Um, there's no lists of, like, graduates. Okay. There's a little bit of disdain in the mm -hmm. language used. It makes sense. I'll give you one more to look for. Unless you're going to sit down and pour into this further. I would say... No, the, the school is probably... It was just very much like a starting point. Um, so they will... Can they... Can they do... Is there some sort of check they can make to think about which one was spoken of more frequently? Uh, between, like, the Seekers and the Serpents? Yeah. Yeah, sure, make a make a history check for me. Mm -hmm. You're talking about in the book or by your companions? Uh, by the companions at the time. Cool. I was um, assuming, but I wanted to make sure I wasn't yeah. assuming incorrectly. Four, uh, 16. 16. Um, there was more familiarity with the Seekers when it was discussed. Uh, there was more understanding... Um, of what they actually did. Um, the Serpents was a little more loosely referenced okay. as some vague entity. Okay, then they will follow the Arcane. Seekers of the Arcane. Okay. Instead. Um, okay. Uh, as you're kind of plying through, make a perception check for me. 18. Um, eventually you are led to a text um, that is honestly a John's gonna kill me is a historical record of mercenary factions and groups found across the continent <laughs> sorry sweet <laughs> Make an investigation <laughs> check for me as you're flipping through this quickly. Can I guide myself? Ah, uh, sure, yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. 15 minus 1. 17. 17. Uh, the Seekers... This is an interesting text. It's... Somebody has gone about documenting every... And it's really obscure. You're pretty sure this has never been published beyond this single copy. Has gone about documenting every faction um that they've kind of heard of and then started seeking more out and it records mostly groups that work for hire in various spaces again mercenary um treasure hunters folks like that um and what was the number you got on that 17 total. 17 with the 17 uh specifically you do kind of find a section specifically as you're flipping through that does reference the Seekers of the Arcane uh, as a fairly unscrupulous ragtag group of individuals who form a loose amalgamation of treasure hunters who are notorious for stealing out from under the people who hire them. 
um, and then selling to the best bidder in regards to magical artifacts. And are any members listed here? Names are not listed at all in this. Okay. Is there a most recent mention of them? Um, the book is dated uh, to about four years ago, or exactly okay. four years ago, you would know. Um, so it's a fairly recent publication. Right. Okay, who wrote this? Uh, so the author on the book is... Hold on. Four years ago. List, 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 list. Sorry, guys, one second. I didn't have that in front of me. Sorry. Leo Montague. Okay. And there's no publishing house listed. This is almost like a... You said that this is a singular text, so... Yeah. I mean, can they assume that this is... So it's, it is, as you're looking at it, it is handwritten. Uh, somebody mm -hmm. scribbled this down. Um, and as you kind of take a look around, there are a number of just bound tomes that have been placed in this collection. You get the feeling this is a place where wizards frequent. Uh, and they may just write up their musings and theories and put them on shelves. Whatever draws their attention or focus very likely finds itself here. And with the way that the enchantment works, if somebody needs that information and can get into this space, they can seek it out. So cool, Josh. Okay. Uh, thank you. And the, so the most recent mention is four years ago, but there's no location or anything? There's no publishing location. There's just Leo Montague on it. No, I'm sorry. I mean, the most recent um, item they may have sold to the highest bidder. Oh, uh, regarding the Seekers? No, this is not a record of them. It is making note of their existence um, okay. and talking about them more as an organization than as a record of their proceedings. Okay. Cool. They do reference that they operate heavily out of all around the Azersi through Greyhawk. Um, most of the kind of more settled regions of Flanace. Alrighty. Okay. Salvatore. Hello. What are you um, looking for, bud? My first thought that I'm following after the discussion we had is Lichdom and its effects on healing magic and the ability to recuperate one's physical form. Okay, make a perception check for me. With advantage, perception because check. you know a lot about this shit and can focus heavily on it. Perception? Actually, make an investigation, sorry. Because it's spe very specific for what you're looking for. Okay. Um, you are a lot of lore here today, huh, guys? Sorry. 28. 28? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. Lichdom. Uh as you begin to move, you find yourself being drawn deeper and deeper and deeper into these archives. Nice. Uh, All the way to the back with the golems. Until eventually, <laughs> you do reach an area that is 
gated off. It's this big open, like, metal barred space cage around a series of stacks within the interior. It does have a lock on it. There are no golems uh, in this space at all. You sort of, like, pull in the lock a little bit. <laughs> no dice. Shit. <sighs> I'll come back later. Uh, and I follow my second thought. Okay. Um, vampirism and anyone from or any information on the Sufokan family. Interesting. Okay, investigation again, because that is very specific, and I'll give you advantage. Yes, again. it is. Oh, thank you. Very kind of you. A boop a doop boop a boop a doop boop a doop a doop a Picking up filming any week. 30. 30. Okay. Um, so you, and for a moment, get a pull back towards that locked area again regarding the vampirism element. Damn it. Um, but you also get a pull in another direction. And as you begin to pursue that, you find yourself heading back into the stacks, uh, drawn to a book that is familial lines. Um, mm -hmm. And it is titled The Noble Houses of the Great Kingdoms. Well, that's sure to come in handy. Yeah. And as All you right, pull I it open and flip through a few pages, you find these... It is not a written text. It is detailed linear family trees of all the houses of the Great Kingdoms, including the Sufakan family. Hmm... Are there any, at any point, is there any, like, um, change up in the family line? Like, all of a sudden, everyone starts living to 150, 400, you know, from dying at the age of 50. Interestingly, as you're looking at the Sufakan family, there is no lived, died date on any of the individuals. And as you mm. pause to flip back to look at the other lines, all of the other lines that you are seeing have lived till dates. Born, lived till. And that goes all the way back to the beginning of the Sufakan family? Uh, as far back as this record goes, which is about a thousand years. Cool. It is pre-Greyhawk, uh, these lines traced back. The Great Kingdoms have been a around a long time. In those thousand years, or in this book's, uh, at least the history of this book covers, how many entries roughly are there for the Sufakan family? A very good question. As you're yeah. looking, um, <laughs> again, you begin contextualizing it, noticing the dates between the others. There are hundreds upon hundreds of lines for most oh, of the families. Shit. On the Sufakan line, it is much briefer. We're talking a hundred individuals. Still not great, but okay. Interesting. Okay. That's all I had to look up today. Okay. Zal, my friend. That's me. I'm lost. I don't know where I'm at. Uh... So do you, tell me what you're looking for. Because again, depending so... on, on how focused you are. I think Zal walks in with this thought 
and he's kind of going through the mental process of narrowing down the thought and it's archon mother and then narrows it down to seth and the u1t because he's read books on it he knows but he knows that Morton kind of knew about that because he said the name back to him and was like, oh, I knew. And it was like, so he's focused on Seth and the UNT and then Archon in like so the kind of... Which line of thought would you like to pursue? Seth or are you he... jumping between the two because you he's, find yourself serpentining a little bit? He's kind of serpentining a little bit, yeah. Uh, and uh, probably at a certain point pops out Ashi and is like, I don't... I don't know which of these to look for because I can look for our, I can look for mother and more information on what she actually is, or I can look for more information on Seth. I just I can't make up my mind. Which one do you want? Both. All right, but well, which one do you want to start with? Good point. Um, and I think he immediately focuses on Seth and is like, I can I'll figure him Ashi out. Kind and of sits on your him. shoulder and goes, Seth, 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 Seth. Thank you. Seth, that actually Seth, really Seth, helps. Seth, Seth, Seth. <laughs> so that's how he's like laser okay. focused. Make a perception check with advantage Seth. for me. <laughs> uh, ooh, that's an eighteen. An eighteen. It was a three and an eighteen. Um, so as you are moving along, the first stop is a copy, a second copy of the same text you have. Ooh, okay. Also, I'm not worried about language because I can read any language. Yeah, you're golden. You just are like... Yeah. Um, yeah. So as you look at this, it's it's all... And again, equally as old, which is mm -hmm. impressive um, given this where you found this text. Um, but as you continue onwards, you find another record um, that appears to be a series of theories talking about the primal entities of the prime material plane. Okay. Um it talks about great forces of nature, um, raw sort of power. The author tends to juxtapose it to the concept of the elementals, which often act as active nature rather than sentient beings. But these creatures lean far harder into that and represented more cognizant things. Um, it would be akin to anger having a form an incarnation an incarnation uh raw emotion Passion, baby. yeah they never acted in their own self-interest uh in these theories um and among those deities seth is listed does it say specifically which uh essentially like raw emotion he represents the Writer articulates um, savagery and violence among them. This is the one thing that I wish would, because I thought this a while back when you first described it, and I was like, please don't be like just anger and just ah. Sorry, bud. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, okay. He does. I will say with these he does not paint any of those forces as negative things mm -hmm. more as natural instances or occurrences within the world uh, and there are allusions to barbarian using rage right 
to their yeah. own benefit. Um, and you see the sort of, again, it's like a force of nature. When something is caught in its path, that can be catastrophic. Cool. Um, but it would be arguably far worse if one were to aim a tsunami at somebody. Yeah. So I think Zal at this point kind of goes, huh. So that sucks. Well, uh, I guess I'll figure out more about Mom. Uh, and he's going to focus on Archons and Celestials. Make another perception to... for me. Okay. No advantage? Uh, with advantage, because Ashi's helping. Okay, good. I was so scared. <laughs> uh, oh, that's on its side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Well done. Well that was a 19. A 19. <laughs> I had one that was perfectly cocked perfectly in the corner of my little dice roll. Um, so you do find a text regarding Celestia, um, which is a realm beyond the gates of mortality, essentially. Um, the way that it frames this is essentially that the prime material plane and the elemental planes and a lot of those other planes are on this side of life and the abyss and celestia and many of these other planes are on the other side of mortality and you are actually engaging with the process that ferries things between the two uh in regards to what is going on elsewhere um but in the con it really only provides that loose framework before beginning to talk about Celestia as a space in which individuals inclined to certain behaviors go to reside. However, because it is a plane of existence, there are creatures that live with on that inherently. Um, there is an entire structure of life, of government, a way of living within those planes, just as there is within the prime material plane. Gotcha. The Archons sit near the top of that structure. Oh. Cool. They are a part of a more structured way of living. Honestly, the prime material is a little more chaotic. Um, Celestia tends to be very organized. And the Archons act as judiciaries, warriors, enforcers to that space solid um is there anything in this book because i know it went into like more of the hierarchy of how like it would work is there anything about empowering an archon or helping an archon or helping anybody from uh, celestia um near the back of the book it doesn't talk about um, mortals dabbling in that plane, but it does talk about the celestials dabbing in this plane. And it references divine powers, celestial powers, and makes note of the Asimar, um, one of whom you are familiar with, um, as Literally. imprints <laughs> of that plane touching upon this one. Gotcha. 
Okay. Um, funny that I called her an angel for so long. Um, and I think he's going to close the book and attempt to head back to wherever the entrance is. However we get back there. Okay. Um, given the depth and behaviors, I will see Salvatore is the first to return, followed by Sunshine and then Zal um, intermittently. Um, Salvatore, you're the first to find Nistel reading and Demi. Are you doing anything in the meantime? It's about an hour or so as they're doing this perusing. Um, I'm sorry, it's an hour and 25 minutes and 13 seconds. Keen mind, my apologies. Cool. 14 seconds. Um, For the yeah. bit. I I don't think she's looking for anything because she didn't like getting looked at like a specimen and doesn't really feel like looking into what she usually does. So she's good. Actually, you know, she's gonna sit and probably write in her journal. After about thirty minutes, mm -hmm. Nistel will kind of still be flipping through the book in front of him uh the book's held up by mage hand and he's using his own hand to flip through it it's very wizard bullshitty um but yeah. you see uh, he doesn't look up but he does say you know dwarmage particularly is fond of chronomancy which uh is the theory and manipulation of time. Ah. Well, it was an accident, so I don't really know what to tell him. It's arguably more impressive that it was an accident. Huh. Touching on those things, usually pretty intentional. Well. I know it's you're a bar. Yeah, it was definitely an accident. I'm not entirely sure what happened, and the person that would be good at figuring out what happened was not alive at the time. He's not really alive now, but he wasn't around at the time. Uh, so, not not entirely sure what happened there. You're talking about Salvatore? Yes, he was uh, missing for a little while. Yeah, yeah, I was in the the meeting. Yeah. Um, fair enough. And he kind of leaves it at that, sensing that you are not. Okay. Salvatore, you make your way out. Um, so that gate. <laughs> what are back. you looking for? <laughs> I, I am not fully aware of my condition. And I would like to do some research on that. Apparently there was some information hidden back there about it. Isn't that weird? All right, let's go. Here's your ring. <laughs> and he Ooh. gets up. Uh, he hands you your ring, uh, and then he will go with you in that direction. <laughs> You'll kill the golems, I assume. Sure, yeah. That's what I'll do. Uh, Very good. Very the rest good. of you return as they're heading that way, uh, and I will still damn hands out your rings, obviously. Uh, okay. Feel free to move enemy here if you guys want to go do something else. I was about to say, can we go look for more things? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do this one because I cut him off on it real quick. Uh, you don't have to give it to me, but so he will bring you down there, mm -hmm. and he will kind of pause. He says, "Look, 
We're going in there specifically for lich business. And we're doing it because you're clearly already one. You might as well know something about it, right? I should hope so, yes. All right. <clears throat> you're not uh, going to take a peek? A bit out of your wheelhouse, is it? But <laughs> I'm going to live a long time, and I will get to taste food, feel the wind on my skin, so on and so forth. I think I'm good. Ugh. Yeah, to each their own. No judgment here, but immortality is for some and not for others. And the number of immortals I've seen who absolutely fucking suck uh, suggests that. Wait, don't be one. Let's go. Roughly seven. Say what? Pointedly, <laughs> roughly seven. Uh, not all of them. Right. All right. Uh, and he will turn around, uh, and he does pass his hand over the handle, and there's a click, uh, and he will push it open and lead you in. All right, same as outside, uh, but a much smaller space. So mm -hmm. as you begin to, we'll say, basically leverage in the prior investigation that you rolled for it, you do find yourself drawn deeper into this space, which is kept less well lit just for atmosphere because they're wizards. Uh, yeah, it's all dramatics as you kind of make your way down into this slightly, the, the stacks are a little closer together. You know what I mean? All that God. same old shit uh, as you make your way down. This part of the library. Yeah, yeah it's, they can't help themselves. Uh, but eventually you find yourself drawn to just a jet black spine of a text with no writing on it. Look at that human spine. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, like a book spine, you monster. He kind of glances over your shoulder and then gives you space to read it yourself. Are you sure? I'm fine. Thanks, man. I'll tell you what, though. And he walks like six feet that way and pulls something else off the shelf and starts flipping through that. Good man. <laughs> I'm this place for information. Uh, so, uh, as you begin to read through this book, are there specific pieces of information you're looking for? I want to understand as well as I can from a book why, as they told me, healing didn't work on me when I fell down. Absolutely. Uh, roll investigation check for me to see how much you pull out of this. Sure. And I'll tell you a little bit about the context of the book. As you're flipping through its initial pages, yeah. this is a horrific piece of literature. The individual who wrote this was forcibly applying lich practices upon other people in an attempt to determine how to reconcile and complete the process. Uh, does it have a name? Trigger warning on this. There is no name on this text, and it does appear to be handwritten and yeah. personal. Um, as you kind of begin to go through this, the music changes. Is the handwriting familiar? Um, I've read every single person in that room's literature before. It would not be familiar, no. Good. Okay. Um... As you're reading through this, it is very, very detailed. 
uh, on the processes and the failures that this individual comes across and you sense more and more frustration with each attempt that is mm -hmm. articulated through this text um, it ends with a failure but they made it far enough to a process they refer to as demi-lichdom um, in which the figure is beholden to some other greater force and acts in its interest the writer lost control of that figure who was successfully demiliched um, but managed to keep it locked up and controlled to experiment on. And in that process, they tested a number of spells against this demilich, um, bringing in outside aid when necessary um, to cast healing and other such spells. Uh, I began to posit theories on what was working and wasn't working and why it was working. Okay. Mm -hmm. The author seems to touch upon, although the context they have is nowhere near as great as yours. Yeah. Um, that whatever the process of mortality is, um, based on their research, they refer to the machine of death per the priests of like Wee Joss but don't have much context to what that means. But they do refer to them existing without outside of the rules of logic for magic, the arcane, and healing across all planes. Mm -hmm. And thus healing spells and spells that inherently leverage those magics to specifically restore certain parts of them fail. So, for instance, Celestia and Radiant Healing coming through as a process that requires existence within those planes and those planes communicating with each other, liches do not exist within those. Mm. Gotcha. And so certain rules of magic do not apply to them. It's also almost as if by plucking oneself out of this tether and the way that the world functions, you lose some of the benefits of that. Some of the rules not applying to you mean that some of the other rules don't apply to you. Mm-hmm. Understood. Okay. so you spend some time reading that um, as you kind of fall into this and get completely consumed by it eventually you kind of pull away close the text yeah and you find Nistel just kind of leaning against one of the bookshelves watching you um, arms crossed you ready to go yes I think I am you get Put your answers place. In a way, yes. 
I will still have to do some field testing myself, but I think I have a better understanding than I did 30 minutes ago. How long has it been? Uh, about an hour. Right. Well, we should get back then. All right. And he kind of leads you out, uh, swings the door shut, and does something with his hands. Mm-hmm. Seals. And you make your way what back. What you doing there? Nothing. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You make your way back and reconvene in the library. And with that, my friends, we are going to take a break because we've been going at it for three hours and I didn't realize it. We left (laughs) our party having done a good bit of research within the Citadel of the Eight in Greyhawk. Uh, They have all returned and gathered back at the library. They've been granted some rings that grant them some very limited access to the uh the citadel itself and also been asked to keep it a fucking secret uh we'll see how well that goes but in the meantime my friends the day is now yours you're there with nistel other than that uh you are just the four of you and ashi and bims i assume um but uh yeah take it away my friends now then where are we off to just, I was going to ask the people from this place. I've never been here. Are there sites that we should see? Uh, the whole city's no. pretty cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Two very differing reports. Honestly, <laughs> do our accurate. business quickly and get out of here as fast as we can. I've got to say, that's the most accurate thing we've ever portrayed, is two people from the same city <laughs> will give you the, the city fucking sucks and the city's amazing in the same sentence. <laughs> So, I know at some point we're going to, to. What? Didn't Teltor just say you wanted to leave? Yes. Why? No. We have business to attend to. We don't need to stay here. I have forever. business here to attend to now. What? Auto, I gotta go. Auto told us to go there. Speaking of your Rari business, I believe Rary got that for you, and he points at the map case on the table. Oh. Okay. Um. Hmm. And uh, I think I'm gonna unscroll it and just look at it. Okay. Oh, here we go. I didn't know there was a, a snake attacks you. Uh, as you, you that's fine. Open the case one. and roll out paper. a very large map. This thing is oh, about uh, four feet by four feet in total size. Jeez. Um, it's like a full cartographer's style map. You know the the screen is. Oh my Ooh. god. There it is. The hell for naces. <laughs> I didn't misspell spir- serpents, and I had to go back in and change it. <laughs> Re-export oh, no. the whole fucking thing. Oh, buddy. No. <laughs> uh, as you take a look at this map, uh, it is clearly something that somebody's put a lot of time and love into. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. as i was saying it it like came out and was like i'm talking about myself here but that's not the intent the (laughs) person in the game not the idiot dungeon master has put a lot of time into writing this out it is very much not a reprint print it is one of a kind um that was uh uh this individual Again, these are uncharted regions that you do not see on a lot of maps. 
Um, but Demi, with her expertise uh, in navigating ocean maps, would note some familiar land masses on this immediately, uh, including Fairwind uh, and the tip of the Amedio jungle, uh, which reach and reaches into most uh, most maps of Flanais. A hundred percent. You all see Zal with a level of focus you have never seen him have before as he is scouring every detail of this map. Sunshine just casts guidance as they tap him on the shoulder. Something to explore, right? There's a lot of places to explore. Like, I want to find out what most of these are. Is that... Uh, I don't... What's the... Is it Yo... I can't... I'm not even... I'm not going to... Yo Gabba Gabba in the swamp? Like, what, how do I pronounce that? Uh, you are talking about Yotzahalates? Yotzahalates, yeah. Is that, like, a capital? Because it's a different symbol? Uh, make an investigation check for me. We can go to the serpent. With guidance. With guidance. Oh, that's... Oh, what does that do? Serpent. Oh, I roll a D4. <laughs> the one that I originally misspelled. <laughs> Serpentus. Uh, and you said that's investigation. Serpants. <laughs> uh, investigation. That'd be a sixteen because I rolled a six, a four, and a, a half, a plus six. Uh, this map, unfortunately, doesn't give a specific key on it. Um, okay. Again, it's a hand-drawn map of this region, um, but they do look like, with that check, markations of at least locations. Um, gotcha. You're not 100%. But okay. with that investigation check, you would notice that there is Yotzahales, which is marked that way, but also in the far southwestern corner, there is Notzulohosa. Um, which is also marketed the same way. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Zal is preoccupied now. He is just staring at this thing. Oh, he's gotten, gotten himself occupied. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, because it's been a while. Did Zal share the information he read about in a while um did he share the there was um there was someone looking like keeping guard watch over the Amedio jungle in the mentioned in the book he was reading um on our way to the Tillen vault I can't old? remember or is that something uh, else? there is reference to minotaur tribes uh along oh. the kind of western reaches uh, and as all kind of they would mean along the western reaches of the jungle up against the hell furnaces themselves mm -hmm. Saul would be repeating that um and I think I think at this point Zal while Zal studying goes oh I should probably mention something so when I went in there um, I kind of decided to study about my mom and also Seth. Uh, kind of figured out what Seth is, which sucks. And I figured out why in the book it kind of said that the UNT just kind of changed to be more savage attackers instead of like, you know, copacetic with everybody else. 
Seth is, I guess, what I've gathered in in the sense of like he's he's a primordial force, right? Which that doesn't really make sense, but essentially, from the research that I've done, it seems like Seth is the force of almost savagery, and 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 so I think. Whenever Seth decided to descend down on the Yuan-Ts, they gathered some of his, uh, I guess, ability from him. Hmm. Or influence from him. So, yeah. And then I looked into what Archons were, because I've never heard that term, and apparently they're some of the highest in Celestia. So the and so, uh, yeah, they. Uh, any mention of your mother? I didn't see any specifically, but uh, did I you did think th- about looking for her name? I don't know if that's what her actual name is, though, because like just you didn't tying the two ideas together. Could... I yeah, like you know, Charles Archon Hunt. Sophia. Well, I mean, now you know that you can cross-reference. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just, I don't know. But like, Are you going to try that to me? Into sure. the books. Okay, I'll, Parker, make I'll a perception die. check with me. F- or investigation <laughs> with advantage, because oh. you are being very specific. Okay. Are you dragging <laughs> Zal? Wait, are you, are you dragging Zal with you? No, you just I'm just walking. On? Debbie just gets up and walks into the stacks. <laughs> I go, He's you like, really should have tried. Uh, and I, I rolled an, an 18. Plus seven. Okay. So, whatever that is. Uh, As you begin to walk your way through the stacks, you do feel yourself drawn in a direction. Is the rest of the party staying behind, or are you coming with? I'm going with. I feel like, yeah, Zal's like, I get, um, and just kind of jogs out. You see a gate, don't go through it. (laughs) As I follow. Demi, you lead the party down into the stacks, drawn in a specific direction. Into the stacks. Into the stacks. Into the stacks. Eventually, you find yourself coming upon a text um, that is a. The life. So it is a very, very clearly was religious a girl text. In a village, doing all right. I'm sorry. Uh, it is clearly something that has been written at the hand of a cleric or a paladin or a priest, somebody okay. who is very, very embedded in Palor and radiance and worshiping the. The celestial gods that are kind of referenced in this realm. Um, And as you kind of... Slightly off-put as she reads. Yeah, as you pick up the book, it is very dogmatic through a lot of it. Uh, You know, all all grace to Paylor who will grant us salvation from our sins and, and blah, 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 that sort of thing. However, make an investigation check for me now as you're flipping through the book. Okay. This one was nice for the last time. That is only a 17. I rolled a 10. 17. As you begin to flip through, it is quite dense and boring to you. But you eventually kind of are flipping and flipping and flipping. And you're just scanning. And as Mm -hmm. you're scanning, you see the word Sophia. And you have to flip back a few pages. As you begin to read the page, it is discussing figures who have been referenced within the lore of Celestia, figures who have played important roles, and it's contextualized as 
figures who would provide divine judgment or um, boons or sainthood to others. And there are a lot of names, but one name that sits out there is Pistis Sophia. Pistis? Yes, and I will spell like an that. Engine. Give me a second here, and I'll put it up. <laughs> Piston Sophie. Stop it. <laughs> God, engine. She's part of the oh, she's part of the machine. She's the engine of the machine of death. Oh my god. No, you're you're fantastic and I love you all. Um I'm just gonna drop this in chat for you, Adam, the spelling of that. It's or solid. all of you. Demi's the one finding this. I'm sorry, Parker, I didn't mean to be. It's all good. But that is the name that appears. Do you read further? Um, Close it. Throw it. I want to... Is there like a specific part about what she did? Uh, there is a brief description of the supposed role of Archon Pista Sophia uh, mm. within the Celestial Court. Um here it is. And it reads, Pistis Sophia has a countenance that embodied sincerity and serenity. Even if forced to fight, she never displayed a temper or even a scowl. To gaze upon her gentle face filled viewers with hope. She never spoke a lie, believing the truth was required for pure harmony and happiness. I imagine we're all Scooby-Dooing around Demi. Yeah, <laughs> peering over her shoulder. So what the fuck is this person doing? Not person, sorry. Archon. What would an Archon like this be doing with this primordial anger snake man? Uh, Demi, now realizing that everyone was reading behind her shoulder, hands it to Zal. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I mean, there was a drastic shift in the Yuan-Ti countenance right angry person comes and chains up gentle person and suddenly they all have anger issues so you think the gentle person ruled the yuan -ti? or they worshipped her or they tried to fight Seth and lost mm. as simple as that with some of or the that. why would malice not take a trophy it's fair but how would it get the trophy in the first place if she was on the celestia plane I suppose although I guess your mother never lied have to be off the celestial plane to fight him in the first place. That's the bigger question. What were they doing here? Why when was Demi, she down here? When Demi yes. says that, do you see Zal's face visibly change as he's just staring at the passage and rereading it over and over? Has she ever lied? Or does she just like, you know, these, these books would tend to be like a, they can do no wrong. So like, it's possible that your mother did lies of omission. Uh, right. so that, you know, never telling anything is a little different than, well, she never said that, in particular. The best liars are sometimes people who don't lie. They just mm -hmm. admit the lie. Uh, is there anything else in that passage, Josh, about her? It goes on to describe a physical appearance. Mm -hmm. uh, which states that she had an androgynous body with subtle feminine traits. From her back grew transparent silver feathery wings that caught the light. 
She had skin that shone like polished crystal, the color of indigo, and her eyes were bright and green. Does that look... Because I've seen her once in, like, high regalia when uh, her weapon, when we first found the Ostis anchor. Does that read anything like the form that I saw her in? The difficulty in that translation is that you saw her glowing a specific radiant gold in yeah. those instances where they belie to um, colors, or not belie, but reference specific colors that would yeah. have manifested there. Um, but in regards to countenance, the wings match up, but as you read further, there are a lot of archons who are like, wings! Uh, yeah. Okay. It's just wings. <laughs> um, in regards to when you think of sort of this subtle femininity that is referenced, mm -hmm. the language is a little gross, but it could fit, yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I'd look for in this book, do they reference her weapon or the Ostis anchor specifically? Or like a kit. They or like a kit. They specifically do not reference armaments. Okay. In fact, a lot of the imagery eyes. around her is peace and harmony and tranquility. Can Sunshine, as they're doing ju this, just say, I'm an idiot, close their eyes and think, Ostis anchor, Ostis anchor, Ostis anchor, Ostis anchor. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's how we've, we've determined how we find things in here. So I am going to roll a dice on if there is anything regarding that specific thing. Okay. Lose my fucking mind. I hope you know that. You better be rolling those Zal killers. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, they, would, <laughs> they would roll ones in this situation. Yeah, that's I not know. the right thing. I'm, the not gonna, I'm not going to let the Zal killers kill your dreams. Just your body. That dice just is not just dream my body. <laughs> yeah, these are the... Um, as you reference on to the Ostis anchor, you're not getting any pull in any specific direction. Um, I even dissolve pocket. It's not a book about. Yeah, not a library works. But it is Wait a minute! Wait a minute! It's gonna scroll the whole time. <laughs> it comes up. Here it is! You got it. Fair point, hmm. but uh, no, it doesn't, I'm right it doesn't behind. reference to. Oh. That. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, huh. Is there, because I know in the book. Ooh, okay. Zal just figured something out. Um, fully figured something out. Okay. But I think, so, um... I guess I guess I don't know where to go from here because like this awesome love it but like this is I it's kind of why I didn't look this up specifically because I don't know where to go from here it kind of confirms some interesting things to me like uh She's going to hear this. She's going to hate that I'm going to say this, but I don't mean it in a bad way. Okay. And I th 
it's all kind of she's not really my mom I <laughs> Demi did not laugh that was me reacting to yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm reacting to me too <laughs> Demi did not Demi did not what makes you say that one of the books I read specifically talked about the plane of Celestia and their interactions with our world. Mm -hmm. The thing we get out of that is people like Travosi, who are yes. not they're not a, a like normal mortal race. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm a normal mortal race. Yes. And I'm blue, and Lila's not, but it doesn't make her any less my but, mother. No, I wasn't saying that. I, I meant in the sense of, like, mom as in, like, biological. No, I know. I but just don't want you to discount mother. the oh, idea. Oh, absolutely not. She still is my mother, of course, but I'm just saying that she isn't my biological. Are you saying you're interested in finding out what you, who your biological parents are now? That you are aware that it's not... Sophia. I mean, tr yes, but also it scares me because one of the big things she's always said to me is like, oh, there was a thing. And so I'm wondering if that's been the thing this whole time, which shocks me because she could have told me this a long time ago. It would have been maybe sad, but I would have been okay with it. Do you want her to tell you who your parents are? I mean, if it helps. Yeah, sure. Why not? She's my mom, so, like, I don't... This know. is going to sound like a strange question, but I have thought about this myself quite a li li little bit, more mm. than I'd like to admit. Why do you want to know? It's not really like a... I don't know. It's like... Will it change it's anything? It's kind of a why not at this point. Okay. Why not just know? So that it's not, like, a secret... Because, like, I don't want it to be in, like, 20 years to find out, like, my parents were, like, or my parents, I hate that. They're, I don't know what to call them. But if I find out they're, like, these crazy warlords of the UNT, and it's like, oh, that's cool, why? You know what I mean? Like, I'd, I'd rather just know so it's not, like, a secret being held over my head. Yes, that's fair. Know, but um no that's interesting uh but no she still is of course she's my she's my mom but you know what i'm saying she's just not biologically related to me yes and sometimes it is a lot to think about but it does beg the question of how and why she's on this plane when Celestia is its own plane. Right, well, we know people can travel between planes. But why While would this you... conversation is happening, can I take that book and flip to the index? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, I would just, I would, Zal wouldn't argue with you. Oh, that's like... happening. I will also say, you also don't have nowhere to go with this. You just found their full name and a connection to Pillow. Strong true. connection. I don't know if there's anyone who prays in this city, but you might want to find out. Is that not common here? I don't know. You were... Weren't you, like, raised here, though? Yes, but we didn't go to church. Hmm. That's fair. Yeah. 
It's right. a big city. Do I know of any temples in this city? Um, so roll a history check. No, roll a, pa- a retroactive perception check for me for Salvatore. A retroactive is bullshit. I'm next sorry. Door <laughs> your next door neighbor was a priest of Peloa the entire time. Seven. Seven. Um, you swear to God, like you've walked past temples before. You just don't remember hey, it's where. probably one or two. I don't know. Probably on the other side of town. From never mind. So the suffix of the word pistis is spelled the same as ostis, correct? Can I just correct. look in the O's in the index and see if there is ostis referenced anywhere throughout this text? So as you check the index, um, you would have gotten drawn to this book if that reference was in there. And unfortunately, it does not pop up specifically. Mm. However, that's very important. Yeah. Oh, the suffixes. Three clues. So, Austis. Are there any other words with that suffix? There are not. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, should we go explore Greyhawk for the first time? Well, I mean, you should probably do the. Do you need to remember what you look like, or are you? Good. Oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so like. I love how quickly this party acclimated to a undead dragonborn standing around with them all the time. It's the best. I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't judge via appearance. We, we really do. don't. We do though. Do we? Um. Right. Uh. But. Everyone in our party is hot. Yes, we are. Uh, I still would like to go talk to uh, Otto, Otto, at least for a little bit, but I would like to explore, maybe. Well, he said it was somewhere we could stay, right? I assume that the dance hall has rooms, so we could go explore and then end up there. And you still do you dance. Uh, he didn't come with you guys. He stayed back. Yeah. Yeah, still did you dance. <laughs> Yelling in the library. <laughs> the library. A library. Nobody else is here. It's like Sean, Sunshine's not a librarian. You can choose to share this or not. Self, you've heard of Otto's irresistible dance hall. It's this sort of body, gaudy, obnoxious, raucous place. Yeah, uh, it is in um, the southern segment, the southwestern portion of the city of Greyhawk. Gotcha. But I do share that. Oh, that sounds fun. It's like late Cover. afternoon, early evening, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's you're just heading into the early afternoon, honestly. Uh, oh, having okay. it was about ten o'clock. Spoke for a couple hours with the folks after waiting around. Yeah, about one p.m. Nice. Uh, okay. It would be in the Beacon District. Gotcha. Okay. Let's go. Shopping? I don't know. Yes, let's go find some toys. Okay. We have a lot uh, of those. So you meet back up with Nistel. He leads you out to the teleporter. 
Uh, mm -hmm. Is there a specific location like you'd like to go to or a specific thing you're searching for? What is the, in my memory, the best store, the go-to for me when I was here as a kid? Uh, okay. Younger. There are a lot of very specialized stores. There's also a lot of access to magic uh, in this city. Um, so it really depends on what you're looking for. If you are just looking enchanted magic items, yeah. not so, components. That's that's me on my own time later. There is Rarity's Rarity Reliquarium. Of However, course. that's in the Homlet district. Never mind. What next one? Uh there is also uh Sean's gonna kill me. Visualize Jewelers, which is also in the Homlet district. Next one? Uh then there is um, Pollitt's Potions and Lotions, um, which is located in the Beacon District. Um, there's Fen's Hollow, um, which mm -hmm. is, again, it seems like it was sort of a potion alchemy sort of store uh, located mm -hmm. uh, in the Four Pools. Uh, you are very familiar with the following. Um, the spell market, scrolls, wands, etc. Ooh, that one's good. Uh, which is on White Cliffs. Uh, you're also very familiar with Colored's Component Compound, um, which is just you can just get any compound component you ever yeah in bulk. Like it's. <laughs> Hell yeah. uh, and then of course there is the Creeping Codex, which you've never actually been to, but you hear that the shit is very good there. It's just they got good shit. Bit of a reputation. What kind of reputation? That's the important part, actually, is the reputation it has. There's a lot of access to spells you would probably be interested in at this point. Um, well, I name lethal. off all of them, including those in the Hamlet District. And I say, where does everyone feel like going first? Can we have the Greyhawk map? <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't have you on there. I'm so sorry, my friends. I forgot it. We were looking at uh... Adam muted. Are any of those near the um the embassy of the great kingdoms because I think it might be smart to investigate there if um if they perhaps got out of here rather relatively quickly maybe they left behind some sort of clue. So interestingly um there are not any stores like that near the embassy. Okay. I was going to say we do know one name on that list. Rory so should we start there, maybe? Oh. We could try there first. Very rarity reliquarium. Alliteration. You would know Salvatore being a super fan. This is where Rari got Rari got her got her start. When she moved to Greyhawk, she managed to acquire some real estate. Uh, and began selling magical items out of basically a hut, uh, and has since become really? the replacement to Leomund of Medegia. Gotcha. Okay, that's a good place to start. <laughs> so, uh, all right. If you kind of say that, um, Nissel goes, "Oh yeah, I can get you to Rarys, easy peasy," um, and he will teleport you to um, the Shield of the eight here in the northwest corner of the map um so as you step into this uh teleportation circle it's quiet nobody else here just the looming golems there is that 
uh, and he goes with you. And okay. as the light fades down, you are met by the bombardment of hundreds of people coming in and out of this space as you see a massive circular room. And Salvatore, you would be fairly familiar with this, with teleportation circles all around it in a ring. As you step out of one of these, you see... <laughs> as there are people going in and out of teleportation circles across the city through this hub here. Hell yeah. This is so I'm assuming I got one in there before we left. You did get that one that you, we just okay. came through. That's your boy. Scan this one as well. Yeah, scan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did he send this to this one or this one? Uh, or the this one, one that, out um, here in the top. Because Rary's is right here. Uh, Rary's is here, number three. Number two. It's number two. God damn it. That's why I was still checking. So that's a clerical error. Are they labeled wrong? It's three. Yeah, they got bad. Rarys is this one. Okay. Okay. And they teleport you to this one. Oh, number three is the jewelers, I assume. Yeah, the little lady. Visualize got inverted with Rarys. Sorry, guys. Hundreds of hours. We've got a spelling mistake. Oh no. Hey, it happens. You're no. Fuck it. The jewelers is number three now. We'll move it. <laughs> yeah. But it's so much it's easier to move the number, honestly. Yeah. We, uh, just yeah. Lose those numbers if you go back to the Yeah. Well, yeah. the big thing is clearly supposed to be uh, Rary's yeah. fanciful. Uh, so uh, you are teleported, and this still kind of steps out with you. And says, uh, all right. Uh, and as you glance, he is now wearing a completely different visage. The voice remains the same, but he is just kind of wearing regular commoner's clothes. Um, the physical appearance has remained the same, but he's changed his clothing quite quickly, just as a quick shift as he steps out. Oh, I miss your room. Yeah, well... Safety That's caution. noticeable. A little less. Oh, yes, you shouldn't be here. You should actually leave. Yeah, are you all good? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you dance, Nistel? Uh, as little as possible. And then he walks into the teleporter. (laughs) Good man. Oh, boy. Hey, Demi, can I grab my jacket out of the bag? Sure. Sweet. You really should, like, find some way to carry your own clothes. She, like, stuffs the other thing into her back. No, I don't have anything. I'm wearing armor. I'm just wearing the jacket on top because it's snowy and cold out. Okay. We can get you a nice satchel. Yeah, and as you... I, God, I yeah, I did never explain that. There is snow on the ground here because you are north and it is the winter. It is the middle of Ready Reet, uh, heading into the darkest part of the year. Um, and there is snow on the ground uh, pretty much everywhere, about six inches this far north up in the mountains. Uh, nice. Which for some of you may be the most snow you've ever seen. My illusionary armor now has fur and full sleeves on my captain's coat. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so I was buttoning it. up the trench coat and is like, I'm gonna just. And she just has like a fur hood now. A little. Does my armor make me colder? Because it's usually to heat me up, to like to keep me from overheating in the Tillenvolt. Uh, say that mm-hmm. one more time. I'm sorry. Because I have the Tillenvolt armor, does it make me colder here? Uh, it, it's. it's is designed to mitigate the cold nights in the Tillen Vault as well. So it oh. does adjust. Oh. I was worried for a second that I was going to be dying. It's just over, over. Uh, I'm over. just freezing. Yeah. Wait. Cool. Is it snowing here? It is snowing here. Is it snowing 
in the city. It is snowing in the city, yes. Are you sure? What am I forgetting? I thought they had some big Oh, thing. my. They're like what everybody thinks Disney World is. I've been, my brain is so shot. I literally right, told hey, Sean this. Hey, I used to live here. I got the city streets yeah. down. It, there isn't actually snow on the streets. So you do see that most of the trees have lost their leaves. Uh, anything that is non-evergreen, uh, uh, so anything that is deciduous, uh, has lost its most of its foliage. But the snow, actually where you stand as you step out from the teleportation hub. Thank you, Sean, for reminding my You're own welcome. goddamn lore. I wanted to make sure I had it right. You see that there is a wall of snow that is hitting an invisible barrier that runs kind of along this hub here. Uh, where there are exit streets leading away from the city, it's been cleared away, but the snow kind of blows up a little bit against some sort of barrier around the city. It's also fairly temperate within the city itself, despite looking cold all around it. God, I can't remember. It. I'm a good. mess. <laughs> Right. I keep so my like, fur because oh, no. it's cute. Wait a minute, it's no. <laughs> <laughs> Sunshine starts to pull ass. out like a jacket that they've had from traveling in the use, and they look around and feel the air and are like, No need, as I told you before, this place has AC. This is fine. Oh, this is. I thought you meant like the indoors of houses had it. Like, it's well, they just... are within the AC, so yes, they would have it as well. It but also I... has an AC, as in an armor class. Oh, that's oh, that's pretty good. That took me a second. Right. So. Okay. So, Terraris. Terraris. You make your way. A lot of. As you step out from the main building, um, it's this sort of ramp that leads up to this great entryway and it is huge it's about 60 feet across here there are people coming in and out uh you are on this sort of heightened ground that looks out kind of southwards towards the lake and you see the citadel where you were standing moments ago uh up on this massive crystalline rock that sits in the center of the lake you see these huge bridges stretching out across the water towards the citadel itself off to your right, you see sort of this dense forested area with these huge, particularly large trees that are the Four Pools District reaching out into the air. And there are structures built into a lot of these trees. Salvatore, you know that is sort of the uh, heavily wood elf uh, population living here. But you also know that there are many other races that just are attracted to that sort of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And it seems to be more than accepted within the space and even enabled. Um, as you kind of glance down in front of you, there is a open greenway that kind of leaves this space that you can see clear cut, no houses or blocks built in between it and the Citadel itself. And running right up that greenway is this weird divot. It's almost like a trench that has this white kind of crystalline stone that you see around in a lot of the structure here, almost like a marble running up the base of it and embedded in that base are these um, large, very large, like the sizes of buildings. Um, uh, oh, good Lord. Eight-sided shape Octagon. octagons. Octagon. Octagon. Um, octagons that are all these large bl glowing blue crystals and you little, literally see them light up 
in runs up and down leading towards this structure. Just a subtle blue glow. Kind of whoom, whoom, whoom. Um, again, all pretty commonplace to you, Salvatore, but very different to the rest of the world. But in order to get to Rary's, you have to go off to the left into the Homlet district. Hey, Salvatore, quick question. Hmm? Where did you grow up? I know you're walking. No, I. Okay, I was gonna. So we could avoid that area. That's why I was. I know how you feel about your family. I just wanted to respect I that. I appreciate that. And you can do that by not knowing. That's fair enough. We're more likely to walk into it not knowing, actually. That's why I was saying it. That... Yes, but you're not he as likely to, to go in with temptation. Oh, no, I wasn't. Salvatore. We're friends. You told me about your family. I'm not going to be tempted to fuck with your family. Like I appreciate that. And you will remove temptation completely by not knowing. And we're walking. <laughs> you make your way down the hill towards uh, the Hamlet District, which is sort of this well-established area of the city. Uh, it's been here a long time. You see... There are a lot of structures, again, crafted out of this sort of marble stone. None of them are more opulent in any way. A lot of them appear to be utilitarian, but there are different forms of construction dotted across this city pretty regularly. Um, no one specific aesthetic. Uh, as you make your way down this hill, it takes a few minutes of walking to loop up through a sort of residential district uh, and out into a small square, which fronts onto a moat that has a very well-built drawbridge leading to a large series of structures, um, all kind of well-kept, uh, if a little bit sporadically put together as if this complex has grown by over time. Uh, and they are using this very dramatic purple stone for the roof uh, that is very in line with the aesthetic that you were presented with. Um, just that little bit of flair. Um, from approves. earlier they are wizards uh, <laughs> as they as you make your way uh, up towards this compound and I assume enter yes absolutely and what you are greeted by is a sitting room uh, a well appointed sitting room with chairs and little coffee tables in a series of spots almost like a tea room uh, and you can see in one corner there are a few individuals sitting there sipping tea uh, and there are individuals who are wearing these sort of fairly standard fare with this nice purple vest who are running back with little boxes between the two, um, bringing in items that have been requested or asked for. Um, and as you approach, give me two seconds here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I have a lot of stores. You're good. We're totally oh, good. Exciting. I'm. Oh. I'm zoomed in so much on this map. It's gonna be like oh. an inch. <laughs> As you kind of walk forward, you are created by honestly what is like a restaurant's host station, and standing 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 behind it is very clearly a fire ganasi. Um, their hair slightly alight, but rolling back in this sort of sweeping um, quaff that almost looks slicked back. Um, but it is made of embers that roll back and then kind of curl out at the end. Um, in this well-appointed, there's 
little better description than a host jacket again like a fancy restaurant they're wearing a little bow tie uh and their their kind of accoutrements is a white shirt with a vest that again is that deep purple uh and they glance to you all and say um, hello welcome to rarity's rarity reliquarium oh god um how can i help you um we are hoping to peruse your wares please please would you like to be seated sure all right follow me Uh, and they turn and lead you to one of these little alcoves of um sitting chairs and they offer for you all to sit and say um please now um there are a few items on the menu uh or if you know you're looking for just specifics let us know and we can check our stock uh if you want to peruse we can also bring drinks if you would like this is amazing does the menu change is there a special of the day uh yes absolutely uh, our magical item specials today are i love this place uh, we have actually well how expensive are your tastes you look like uh discerning individuals of, of... good and then it's working oh sorry continue um well obviously <laughs> next uh, there are a few things you know i'm currently running a special uh, on what do you know the famous archmage Nistel a dear friend of the purveyor of this very establishment we have a robe uh, which has many patches and when the patches are removed magical things occur so perhaps obviously this is a robe of useful things um, for you all so uh, that is an item currently on our list Uh, we also have a few more pricey items, uh, the first of which is, well, you look like f- established folks, spellcasters, I see a few of you are carrying the Um Have you heard of the Ring of Invisibility? Yes. So we are carrying one of those in stock right now. Uh, obviously, it's a little more expensive. Holy shit. Yes. Uh, what can I say? Our proprietor has a knack for acquisition. Uh, currently the most expensive thing on our menu. Is um, not the ring? Is not the ring. Um, we do actually have an enchanted sword. Uh, it is rather sentient. Um, do describe to me rather sentient if you'd be kind. <laughs> it has a little bit of a wit to it. Um, it's called Last Quip, uh, and whomever made it, we're not certain, um, clearly had a little bit of a, um, I don't know, attitude or a tendency to play practical pranks. Uh, it, it does have <laughs> a lot to say about what it's doing, um, but that does come with, obviously, some incredible magical benefits. Uh, Interesting. If you want us otherwise, um, we can go and look at our stock. The nature of the store does grant access to almost every uncommon item on the D&D magic items list. Wow. Holy um, shit. Priced differently, but this is the center of magic on the planet, and this is the place's preeminent magic store. Um, so 
those three very magical items are available for purchase. And then if you have specific items you would like to tell me on the uncommon list, you may. You I was unprepared. Prices of those three. Yeah, Jesus. So the three items uh, in question are the robe of useful thing comes in at thirty five hundred, so three thousand five hundred. Um, the ring of invisibility comes in at twenty thousand. No. And the sword of answering last quip comes in at thirty five thousand. Mm. Makes sense, because it ignores damage immunities. Yeah. It's very yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did we get sense. this list somewhere? Uh, I can. Get, I no. I think they just looked it up. But I can give it to. I did. Okay. Just look it up. Yeah. No. Uh, so the, it was a very good name. I wasn't sure if you made it up yourself. No, 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 no. This is these are straight out of the the various D and D manuals, my friends. Yeah. Uh, so, sort of answering last quip is the chaotic neutral sort of answering. Uh, the robe of useful things has 24 patches on it, uh, so it's a full robe, I believe, or close to. Um, and then obviously, yeah, yeah, it might. Uh, and then is the ring of invisible things or invisibility? The ring of invisibility. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> the the robe of invisible things. This is the ring of invisible things. I don't I know what's on this ring. I don't know what it is, but there's, there's the <laughs> ring. It makes something visible. That's a shoe. That's fully a shoe. It's <laughs> <laughs> called glasses. Uh, the Ring of Invisibility, obviously, is the Ring of Invisibility. Uh, I believe it is an action to go completely invisible uh, yes. at will. That's, That's what it is. That's the difference. Very good. Yeah, it's very good. Because you can attack and shit and still be invisible. I forget. No, it, no. It is takes it you out of invisibility, it takes but you it's out. unlimited. Oh, you can just you can attack oh, okay. and then if you have the action economy use it again oh dope dope it's very strong and it's really good for social and stealth because you just they're yeah, just like rogues and then they disappear forever and they never come back yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah the best yeah. uh it's and i believe both the sword of answering and ring of visibility are technically legendary by categorization mm -hmm. so Jesus. How much money do we actually have? Because I don't think it's even near either of those two. We have thirty-one thousand. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, I pr I did take a look at your funds before I threw exorbitant. That's what I have. I don't know what everybody has outside I, of the party fund, but don't have money. Okay. <laughs> hundred gold. I think I, I have. have <laughs> I have three hundred and eight. I usually am the one holding the funds. We have three, thirty-one thousand. When some change. Now, I will say, my friends, these items obviously don't sell that quickly. We can hold on to them for you if you are interested as well. Good to know. He's very gracious. Yes. Well. So, would anyone like. I'll get you tea while you deliberate. Hey, thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. And you said, Josh, they have basically anything that is. Anything uncommon. on the uncommon list, which there is some good shit on the uncommon list. Don't do yourself dirty. Oh no, I'm, I'm looking it up. Mm. Sorry, I gave I I was lazy and was like, I mean, they can just look at this up. But I mean, this is a great resource to have in our back pocket. Yeah. 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 Like, oh fuck, we, we do know. need that. You can yeah, heat up your Greyhawk and grab that shit. I mean, does that include the broom of flying? It does. It would if it's on their list. That is an uncommon item. Right now, I can't fly. That's a valid point. Oh, yes, I have these little 
shoes. Duct tape to my toes. Josh, <laughs> question. Does this also include the tattoos? The tattoos are not available here. Okay, that's what I was asking. A that's very good question. Because I saw the pop up and I was like, tattoos there? Which is not to say they are not available in the city. Valid. Yeah. I mean, they had some sort of enchanted flying object. We could get another set of gauntlets of ogre strength. Of ogre power. This is very much. Mantine armor. Immune to crits. I have pretty good armor right now. This is a very long list that we're probably going to want to look at. Yeah, I assume I after I, stuff. I think we should come back to this door later. Yeah, if we have oh, yeah. we've thought about super it. Super valid, my friends. Yeah. You can also, in the meantime, send me a list of items, even offline, and that way people aren't watching that. We'll send it. True. Back. And we'll say not every store here is like this. This is specifically this store. Yeah. catalog browsing. Yeah. This one is. <laughs> Yeah, Joe. You know, just looking at the catalog, sometimes just sees a broom of flying and is like, "One of these." Oh. one of these. Uh, they bring your tea and place it down. There's also the winged boots if you want to get that as well. But it is attunement. But I don't know if the broom is. The broom is not. Okay, then never mind. Yes, you so will have to carry a broom. Is is a little, fine. <laughs> little bit uh, more expensive. Um, those usually come in at around 15,000 gold pieces, so they can be quite pricey. Um, whereas winged boots are a little cheaper. Um, but we do have quite the assortment of brooms. Would you like me to bring out a few? I think I'm only interested in the... Well, what do the other ones do? Now I'm curious. Oh, it's solely a aesthetic. <laughs> Oh, you mean like a Nimbus 2000 or a Firebolt or... Yes. We're going to yes. get sued. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Very litigious motherfucker runs that whole thing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I could get a cloak that turns into a giant snake. We have to do this offline. We're we are going to stare at this. Yeah, I'm sorry. I opened ever. Pandora's box do, when I did this for do you. Do we want to get the broom now, or do you want to hold off on that? Do we want to look at other shops seem, first, or do you want to? You, you seem like you really like the broom idea, and it is a very good idea. Yeah. I keep trying to get flying stuff and never end up with it. Well, you gave me the <laughs> shoes back. I know. We could get the broom now. Wait, how much is it? 15,000. 1,500. Yeah. I oh, thought 15, it was 15,000, 15, sorry. It was 15,000. For, for the broom of flying? Yeah, yeah it was 15,000 or 100? Because there's two zeros at the end of mine, and there's three zeros at the end of mine. <laughs> yeah, hold on, let me double check here. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, holy shit. Hold on, price list. Sounds like a lot. Where did it go? God damn it, of course not. The the robe of useful items was thirty five hundred. Was thirty five hundred, yeah. Yes. It is fifteen hundred. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. I think I think Parker's right though. I think I did, did say fifteen thousand. So might have. That's not Parker's fault. That's my, yeah. no. My brain expensive. My brain automatically yeah. went. Oh no, that's sorry. that's this number. I'm pretty I sure I looked at it. My I dyslexic ass said fifteen thousand. 
Parker heard the right thing, and everyone else was like, oh. Well, I, I heard 15,000. Everybody was like, no, it's super casual. And I was like, guys, we do only have 30,000. I'm going to be 100. I heard 15,000, and my mind mentally went, so we're not getting that. Uh, well, yeah, my, what else I was also just fly? like, there's no way it costs more than the loot. Like, the liar. Like, no <laughs> way. You guys are crazy. This is no. going to be. I was like, Sorry, pocket guys. change, baby. Sorry. Pocket change, That's my brain. entirely on me. I apologize. You're good. Oh, you're good. Impressive. I was just like, huh? Wait a minute. <laughs> Something. Is there a specific type of broom you'd like to see? Any of the. Um, are there different what makes them different um, so you can pick pretty much any color you want uh, if you like little aesthetic accoutrements we charge a little bit more for the enchantments um, we've had ones that you know spit fire uh, out of the back when they're flying um, or Ooh, what about smoke little clouds? clouds yes is there one that perhaps doesn't do that that could be a bit more stealthy well, bright sparkles in the um, sky. I mean, <laughs> why don't you make constellations as you fly? We have regular ones that are just brooms with colors and things. Are you asking for an effect that's uh, a little... A trail of starlight as you fly. Ooh, Ooh, unfortunately, the, the effects do tend to be quite jazzy, uh, just because they're effects. Yes. Um, but Good. you could get one that is... Uh, we do have some custom patterning. Um, you know, there's Ooh. some ones that are sort of this sunset hue that fades or one that's, like, got little pinpoints of light upon it, things like that. Ooh, checkered flags. Yes. I heard those are big. <laughs> oh, yes, we I do have one with flames. The racing flames. <laughs> yes, yes. Ooh, flames. <laughs> if you put a, a card inside the bristles, I hear that makes a cool sound as you ride it around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, the sunset one sounds absolutely lovely. Sunset? Ah, just... <laughs> obviously. Uh, one moment. And they step away and come back uh, with this broom. All right. Uh, how does this look? And it is pretty long. Uh, it's a full broom of flying, so it's that full length, which means you do have to contend with that. Um, yes. It is... This kind of starts with this vibrant orange that fades into this purple near the end, and the bristles out of the back of it are actually like these carved wooden sort of shapes rather than traditional bristles that sweep out in almost like cloud shapes. Sweep? Bless. Boom, boom, boom. Not intentional, but thank Beautiful. you. Uh, they kind of sweep out. It's more structured and solid than actual bristles, um, but. Stunning. Would you like that? I do like that. 1,500 gold pieces. Oh, what a wonderful price. How many of you have? Demi pulls that much out and hands it to the Ganassi. An absolute pleasure doing business with you all. Is there anything else I can do for you? Josh, can I ask one thing of clarification? Of course. Is it I mean, just... Of course. <laughs> Is it just... Uh, like magical items, or do they have like magical weapons and things here too? Uh, items, so it is items okay, specifically. Cool. That's what there I There may be opportunities for like enchanted armors and things like that, but weapons yeah. specifically, they don't. Oh, so it's everything uncommon that's not a weapon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I. That's why I wanted to ask that because okay. I didn't want to. A good clarification as well. And you can Except try your chance again. Sometimes they bring in weapons because it's yeah, exotic. Like the enough. last whip. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a talking sword. They're like, fuck yeah, we're going to sell that. Yeah. Or try anyway. I love that. It's it's very talking much sword? their Hell rules yeah. flex uh, dependent upon what they want. Valid. This has been a pleasure. Please uh, enjoy your stay as long as you need to. Uh, uh, and. Uh, 
tips are always appreciated. Uh, and with that, he like walks away and heads back to his host station. You'll hear that a lot in the city. <laughs> okay. Is that like expected or? Well, they certainly like it. I don't know if it's necessarily expected. But... It's a racket. They're they paid on commission. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What serves as a good tip in Greyhawk? Salvador? 30%? No. <laughs> Do I know what constitutes a good A couple tip gold here? pieces is more I'll than I'll be enough. honest. I shun tip all the time. Yeah. I don't think so. It really depends on the establishment. There are places you can go here that you're going to spend coppers. There are places that you're going to end up spending hundreds of gold. This place looks like the kind of place you throw a gold or two their way. They're going to be fine. We also don't have to reconcile this. It was just a bit. You're fine. Yeah. If you choose to tip, you choose to tip. If you don't, you're... They put ten gold on the table. It's like out of room. Awesome. All right, there we go. That, that's a that good tip. Is a very good. I don't tip. know. Is that all right? Perfect. Look at this. They Look will certainly it. remember you. <laughs> Great. We're gonna get fleece next time we come. No, oh, God. No. <laughs> very good. On to the next. Where should we go? Hmm. I, for one, am looking for components for something else down the road, but I am up to any of the other stores. There's the Spell Market. There is the one I've never been to, but it sounded rather, um, well, let's just say it has a reputation. Oh. A good one? Sure. It's not at all. I don't know. I've never been <laughs> What's there. What's the reputation? It's yes, that's got... important. Its inventory is stranger than most, is what I've heard. Sounds perfect. Ooh, I love that. Let's go. Right up our alley. All right. Um, would it be faster for us to go to the teleporters? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so you're looking at a couple hours to get all the way around the circumference mm. of the lake. Uh, the yeah. Creepin Codex is in the Scholar's, Scholar's Cloister, which is where you know this district very well. Of course. It's right... <clears throat> South yeah. uh, East Corner. <laughs> South right... East there. There. This one? Let me get the number right. South East, yeah. So that's number 25 here. Um, here it is. Is out here. So probably the fastest would be actually uh, this one up here. Um, Sounds good. So... I will say, as you teleport into this northeastern um, shield, you make your way down again, and to your right, it is very open, large, large buildings, um, very wealthy and opulent looking. Um, Salvatore, you would know that to be the beggar's quarter, uh, which it goes ah, that yes. kings and queens beg yeah. the archmages of Greyhawk, and thus, this is where they live, the beggar's quarter. Paraded oh. down the streets... Um, <laughs> uh, as to the other side is the scholar's cloister which is the polar opposite uh this is a as you guys are standing here kind of looking out across this you see a few large religious looking structures initially but beyond that and all around it are densely packed buildings some of them pushing 15 stories they are completely crammed together. And while it is not necessarily 
man appearing as sort of poverty-stricken. It is certainly not the sort of open promenades and spaces that you expect from the rest of the city. Um, Salvatore, you would know that this is where aspiring wizards go when they can't afford to live in Greyhawk. Um, some enterprising jerk spent a fair bit of money building faux mage towers out of many of these buildings, which are actually apartment buildings, but they look like um, mage, towers. mage towers. And you see all of these like colorful roof buildings are these spires that reach out of this massive cluster of homes that are scattered all along this slope of the crater. Um, and they are just all apartment complexes. Um, but as you make your way down, you cross through, Salvatore, the space that does jog your memory when you were thinking back. This is the Temple Square. Mm, the administration of Greyhawk elected to allow religions to practice within a designated space and created a square where temples can be placed unfortunately because the space <laughs> is at a premium many temples share uh with each other because there's not enough room ah. sounds right <laughs> would paylor worshippers be around here then well, they'd have to be otherwise they wouldn't be able to afford it my god <laughs> all right uh, and as you do look Along the fronts of a lot of these temples, you do see the iconography of many familiar gods, including, uh, and actually this temple here, sitting to the right, kind of just down. There's this beautiful, it's very pretty, open kind of space, but there is a temple to Pelor, or shared with a few other gods, and Pelor, uh, off to the right here. I'm going to slip in there for like, just a couple if you guys if you want me to meet you at um i'll come with you okay where are we going again the creeping um, codex the creeping codex obviously <laughs> sorry sean i just <laughs> i'm struggling with this to... list do you want us to wait or i mean if you want to come with me i didn't want to d delay i know salvatore's excited about going to this place less excited about going to a church yes <laughs> I we'll don't meet you there. actually know if I can go in there. You know what oh. I mean? That's a solid point. Oh. So how about, <laughs> being, how about we split up? We'll come find you. Nothing ever bad can happens you just, when we split can up. Can you just kind of point us towards the direction? Uh, straight down till you mm -hmm. get to the first ridiculous tower. Is that where it's at? That's very yeah. accurate. It's, it's literally straight <laughs> down this road till you get to this building right here. <laughs> what, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I, I think it's always like, you mean the one with the red? Is that like where yeah, it is? The biggest the reddish red? one right there. God, that <laughs> can't really miss it. I really. You we'll meet really you at the can. very large fire hydrant. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. All right, we'll be. We'll meet you there. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. So Putting the party in the middle of the city. It's not much more dead. We're like religion. We don't know. Hate it. I love religion. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I hate those guys. Anyways. <laughs> so as you approach, uh, make a religion check for me to see if you can't recognize the other God. symbols that are on oh. this. Uh, Button, you're welcome to as well. You're there. Mm. Please. if you So secret. Oh. Religion? Oh, I have a minus one to religion. I 14. have a plus six 14. to religion. Uh, 14. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, so you see the symbol to Paylor, which is the symbol of the sun. It's very common uh, and easy to make out. Um, mm. You also see a symbol with that that would be familiar to you, uh, which is the full moon. It's the silver full moon, uh, which is the symbol to Faltus, uh, which is like considered kind of the like lawful good of light and law, god of light and law. Um, there is a third symbol, um, which is this circle um, that sits at the center of these kind of lines, like starburst lines, coming inwards towards it. Um, you're not sure whose symbol that is, given your roles. Right. Um, I'm going to be real with you, Sunshine. I don't really do churches that often, so this is going to be weird for me. I don't really either. Sertor is very much a go outside and look at the stars kind of god. This is unusual for me as well. But I think this is more my wheelhouse than anyone else in the group, so I Honestly, decided to come with yeah, you. <laughs> I do appreciate it, because like, my god has just been my mom since I was a kid. Which is delightfully intimate. So, yeah, but like, it's also weird when people are like, who do you pray to? And it's like, well... My mom, technically, like. <laughs> so anyway, uh, and I think he goes in at that point. We'll ask questions. Let's do our best. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so you step into this temple, and the narthex runs straight down to the end. At which point, there are literally three altars positioned next to each other. Paylor is sitting at the center. Oh, um, of course. Of course, it's Paylor. Uh, you see a number of priests clearly decked out in the various uh, symbology and accoutrements of their respective faiths uh, in this shared space, all kind of giving each other a little bit of distance. Um, and you also see just an incredibly diverse group of individuals praying in the church. Um, there is something to be said for the fact that people are sharing faith in these spaces with each other. There's also an element of, like, <laughs> bureaucracy to it all. Uh, it, it's very interesting. As you step in, there's this immediate feeling of worship and paperwork uh, that kind of watches over you. And it's, Clerical work. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Uh, but it is very easy to, um, to track down a Paylor priest with that very distinct sun symbology um, standing nearby. Hello. It's a sort of stout dwarven figure with this blonde ponytail that kind of top knots backwards a little bit and out and ends pretty abruptly as if it's been cut uh, intentionally that way. Hi, how you doing? Hi, uh, I'm... Paylor's um, Blessings. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, question for of you. Course. This is going to sound strange. Um, I've been doing some research re recently. Oh, and you and found came... the light, have you? <laughs> you can it's say like that. It's been with him his whole life. Though. It's like it's been with me my whole life. You know what? Ain't that the <laughs> truth for all of us, though? It just takes a little introspection, and then it really does. You, you, it's always there, and you just turn the key, and whoa, it bursts out of you. Yep. Uh, but I had a, I, I'd come across a name in some of my studies, and had, oh. That ties to to Pelor and um, does the name Archon Pistols Sophia mean Pistis? I'm tired. I, I, do, I can't. I'm tired. Sophia. Mother's just rocking around, firing guns into the air. 
We all thought the Asa's anchor was a spear. Nah, it's a gun. <laughs> Very peaceful. Also a hell of a shot. Really. <laughs> the harmony before the sniper shot. Uh, that's that's <laughs> 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 that quiet moment. Um, Pista Sophie. I can't can't say that I have. Uh, honestly, what? What? But I'm certain I can help answer questions of faith. Um, Are you familiar with any times when Paylor may have sent um, sent beings to do his will oh, here I, uh, I in mean, this Saint Cuthbert? The lens. And he points at the circle with the starbursts pointing at it. Ah, uh, yeah, Saint Cuthbert came down. Um, it's a salvation for us all, you know. What a or you know, was born human. with the radiant within him, and but. Raised on up. Ah, uh, weirdly, I get that. Um, you're there, right. We um, all have the potential to join them in the great beyond. Uh, are there any saints who may have made their way into the Amedio jungle? Amedio jungle. I can't say that I know what that is. Fair enough. Right. Um. Hundred percent. Sunshine would catch Zaw side-eyeing, like, I want to show off so bad. <laughs> like... They just nod. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love our team up. And he goes, um, right, uh, and Zaw is gonna pat him on the shoulder, and I'm gonna use one of my lights to heal him of whatever he has for a D4. He had a wicked bad like, back pain. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like whatever he has, he's just patting him for like a D a D6 of of healing. So he heals five oh. of whatever. Uh, but there's definitely like a glow to it as he does it. Very radiant. And, yeah, and Zal hunts up. Our Lord, you should. Yeah, I had no idea. No. Um, no, this was, young man is was, looking for answers. He has been touched by some sort of um, celestial force, and he would like to know more about her. The divine mm. work in mysterious ways. So you said right. Archon, right? Yep. Yep. Archon, well, I mean, there's been figures sent down from a Celestia to help save us before, so perhaps wherever this jungle is, uh, she was sent to help save them. Wait, I... I, I do appreciate. Would you know anybody that would maybe have studied things like this before? I, no offense, obviously. Um, I mean, I can tell you all about Paylor and, and, and Celestia, oh, the God. specifics, but this one individual, I, I'm afraid I don't, I don't know. There are many among the host of Celestia. Do you know of someone who might... Um might have researched these um archons these researched these the archons yes you know there was a wizard i uh, researching you know amongst the scholars cloister always always researching uh, ask coming by asking questions and of course i was happy to share the word of paylor glad uh, you are yes with, with anybody but he quickly got frustrated with me when I didn't have a lot of specifics uh, on names and so on and so forth. Um, you know, I'm here for spiritual guidance within this plane. Um, Absolutely. 
Zal's See, I hand wish he was, up. I wish he was <laughs> as understanding as you are, my friend. Um, uh, but yeah. Do you do you happen to know where this young person you might know, be? Let me see if I can remember his name. Um, <laughs> give me a second here. Look at his fucking name. <laughs> 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 this is my yes. favorite. This is my favorite random thing we've ever done. For the sole fact that it's just two people who are not religious in a religious setting trying to bullshit their way through it. You know, uh, this figure, as I recall, uh, a dwarf just like me. Uh, oh. His name was Thali Merrybringer. Thali Merrybringer. Would you happen to know where this gentleman is? Uh, I know is? he lives in the Scholar's Cloister. Um most of them do uh but um yeah not not exactly always always came from 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 that direction though i'm so i'm sorry um oh no but thali 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 merrybringer yeah that was it thali merrybringer all right well thank you very much uh your help has been much appreciated Paylor be with you my friends and please if you have any questions about your recent spiritual awakening you just come on by and let me know alright um you shouldn't have let me be religious oh oh, wait for it I'm about to blow your mind Zal kind of goes recent of course and as he does he's gonna pat sunshine on the shoulder and cast fly on the two of them but it's gonna be the oh. double golden wings on, like the golden wings on both of them as they go to walk out hold on roll deception be with you for as well. me oh absolutely absolutely and the fun part is josh i have advantage on that now yeah okay okay roll, roll, roll. okay cool so it's a 15 plus nine so <laughs> That's a twenty. You hear the sound of this figure dropping to his knees. <laughs> Sunshine looks back like what? And he oh. raises his hand <laughs> to you, and he just looks up and he goes, "My God, I've been. You were. This was a test. You're an archon yourselves. Please send the name of Fangrill on onto the great beyond. Please. What was your name, great archons? Please." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what are our names? <laughs> I don't know. What did you come up with something? No. They're competing uh, with one another before us. My God. My I name... rolled an aid on his Great. sight check. My name is Salvatore. No. <laughs> Please My name me. is Albaid. Salvatore and Albaid, you said? Albaid. It is Albaid. a song for the dawn. Albaid and Salvatore, please. Uh, have you descended upon us for any great works? Is there anything that I can help you with? Just keep being you. Yep, keep on keeping on. <laughs> <laughs> help me to you, oh Saint Albaid and Saint Salvatore! <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Saints preserve us. <laughs> Top and Amarnin to you. I officially, as they're flying out of there, they wait until they're out of the temple. I officially feel deeply sacrilegious. <laughs> Paylor strikes you down. Uh, I think Paylor would have gotten a laugh out of it. So, like, you know, <laughs> we fly to that tower. <laughs> okay. Now, I will say, in that time, uh, Salvatore and Demi, you have made it down towards the uh, creeping codex. The creeping. I also became a saint. 
you also became a saint. Uh, and we'll see if that rumor spreads. Uh, as you walk down uh, towards this kind of tower, where you know the Creeping Codex to be, Salvatore, you've walked past it many times. Um, you note this large tower, and directly mm -hmm. underneath it, there is a complex, a series of buildings uh, and storefronts ava like available there, uh, and apartments underneath it that kind of spill outwards from it in this chaotic amalgamation. Uh, but Easy. one such very large door, uh, it's more of like a sliding barn door, um, kind of warehouse doors that slide outwards, uh, is sitting with creeping codex written above it. Uh, it looks quite utilitarian, um, as you approach this this door, it is ajar, uh, enough for a human to walk through, but not door. all the way open. Okay, I will push it the rest of the way open, just so. Hello. Okay. Uh, as you step into the creeping codex, um, make a dexterity saving throw for me. Sure, I'd love to. Actually, if I could just. Nine. Nine. Uh, as you step in, you take spiderwebs to the face uh, and just kind of power through it, I assume, being Salvatore. But it is a dense clumping. Uh, it is very dark in here. There are a few braziers uh, <laughs> lit to either side that are letting off dull light to the front of the room. And you do see these kind of flat book stands. Um, with spell books placed along them uh, in various locations that individuals can look at and peruse. Well, maybe this wasn't the best place to take you. <laughs> it's an aesthetic. Oh, I'm fine. I I collected spell books long before I met you. Oh, well then, chop around, see what you like. I mean, I'll just end up giving them to you, but... Chop around, see what you like. Yes. Is there anyone here? <laughs> More importantly, as you glance around, just on the edge of the dim light, you see this latticework of wooden, like, wine racks, but in them are positioned scrolls. Nice. Lots oh. and lots of scrolls. That's the correct use for that furniture, actually. Yes. Uh, yes. You hear, as you call out from the back in the dark that is being created, this quote, pit of shadow, upwards, near the top of this large kind of open space, a sort of chittering sound. Um, yes, hello, hello. And you hear the sound of multiple legs moving along the ceiling. No, I don't. I refuse to hear that, actually. <laughs> and then, stepping into the light, is a drow-looking torso. Yeah? Okay. Followed by a spider's body, as a drider makes its way out into the light, but up on the ceiling. Hello. Welcome to the Creeping Codex. May I help I'm you? I hardly want to judge. Hello, sir. Very uh, nice establishment you have here. Thank I'm sorry you. to disturb your webs. Uh, my apologies. I hope they are fixed soon. Not a problem. A nature of the business, you see. Of course. I was just hoping to peruse some of your wares and see if uh, there was anything in this establishment that I or any of my compatriots might wish to purchase. Of course, please, please help yourself. Of course, Many of, of these scrolls are made from my own silk, so... Oh, that's splendid. Wow. Wonderful. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to keep really cool here. Um, 
All right. Let me know if you need anything. And then there's this skittering as he like backs into the shadow. <sighs> of course. And you are left to your devices. What the fuck? Is that normal? Is that... <laughs> in in Greyhawk, I'm just. Do I know what that is, Josh? Uh, make an Arcana check for me to see if you know what a Drider is. In regards to what is normal in Greyhawk, um. Because of the nature of the Jesus Christ shot. What did he roll? I rolled a natural 20 for 31. You have heard of Dryder before. Um, this is, you've never seen one in Greyhawk? No. Um, but you have heard of Dryder before. Um, they're very distinct and specific. If you know what one is, it is very easy to recognize one. Okay. Um, you also, I will just note really quickly, just because of the nature of Greyhawk and its neutrality, yeah. there are creatures and and things that would be classified as monstrous or evil that openly traverse the streets of this city. Right, but that's a big spider. That's the thing I was looking at. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I don't care that it's a drider. Uh, it is a big ass spider. Yes, he's a drider. And if the lore is the same in this world as other worlds, it is a male drow who was cursed by Loth for some sort of treachery or betrayal of their matriarchy, I believe. But, never seen one here. That's new. I huh. don't see a lot of new. Well, you see a lot of new. Is that you the heard here. reputation then? I mean, the reputation is not really the same everywhere, but. Yeah, yeah roll, a, a, roll a history check on that, Salvatore, regarding the drow. Oh, my natural 20? Okay, never mind. Uh, 29. 20, okay, I mean, you're killing it, right? <laughs> I love drivers. I research them all the time. Yeah, there are, you will drow specifically, and you can postulate that, that perhaps this is where this figure has come from. There are many drow um, who have broken away from the confines of Louth in contemporary and recent history uh, and who do traverse the surface world as allies. Uh, there is open trade and things like that. However, there is a consistent civil war going on between remnants and legacies of the old world. Yes. Yes. But there's not really like a uh, a collective hate or fear of them on the surface. That is correct. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, in fact, contemporary perspectives is that the more malicious drow cultures have actually been driven back by the drows who stay closer to the surface. They almost act as defenders against those who would do ill will. I relay this. Oh. Along right. with other dark things that live in the Underdark. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, as for Dry to Silk, I don't know anything about that or how it works or what its purpose is, but we shall find out. Well, you got a 31. Okay. I never mind. I want it. Oh, hang on. <laughs> okay. I'm remembering. <laughs> Sorry, right. Sean, I don't mean to screw you over. I, I figure Salvatore knows things. Uh, you're pretty sure that you've heard of it having magical properties. Um, it tends to be a very good conductor, not of a specific type of magic, but as a, mm. a use in enchantment when you need to articulate or, or conduct magic through something. Drider Silk is quite good for that. Um, I see. And spell scrolls made so. Could be, it's a pretty clever enterprise. I see. Okay. Well, I relay that as well. Right. So. Books. Is there something in particular that you're looking for? Um, 
No. And that's the fun part. All right. Browsing. Flip. flip. Salvatore. Yes? Do you know anything about chronomancy? Of course I do. <laughs> natural one, Josh. You got a oh. natural one on chronomancy? Uh, on an arcana check. I mean, it is... You know it's a school of magic. You know it's to do with time. You know rudimentary readings, but it is shallow i'm sorry parker okay. yes something to do with time of course the flow of it it's uh, natural decay on things and it's um timeliness salvatore you can go back to browsing right let me know if you want to know the future i can't get there uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, all right. What a line. <laughs> Keep flipping through. Uh, okay. Now, my friends, we have been going for four and a half hours. Are we good to continue? I'm fine. fine. Audience, are we okay to go a little bit longer here? All right, we're good. We're going to go a little bit longer. As long as everyone's okay with it, I apologize. I didn't realize. I love this. This, this session is We didn't just... get to play last week. Right? Yeah. We'll do so we're all session. like. We're all like, hey, what's up? Six hours, everybody. No. Uh, Throwing it back to the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Our audience would riot. Uh, As you begin to peruse through, there are a number of scrolls that stand out to the both of you. Um, There is a scroll of Barkskin, two scrolls of Command, a scroll of Create Undead, which is where you get the feeling like maybe the... um, shiftiness comes from not so much the figure but the fact that they are willing to trade Oops. in um a scroll of dancing lights uh that is priced very cheaply a scroll of absorb elements but then there are two very specific scrolls that stand out distinctly to you however one is very expensive and you oh, would no. know this uh the first is the scroll of find path um, which oh. is a relatively uh, effective um option uh, and relatively cost effective however tucked in one corner you find a scroll of mighty fortress i unfortunately it is very very expensive interesting how expensive just 120,000 gold oh what the fuck jesus crisis Sorry, guys. <laughs> Oops. We thought we had money. And I am actually reading this one right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the spell in the hands of a wizard is incredibly powerful. Yes. Cast it every day for a year and it's permanent. Every yeah. <laughs> it is a literal free building. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's very expensive. Um, okay. You get the feeling like it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Correct. That one has most of the spiderwebs on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, you may have been the first one to find it in a while. Uh, I put it back hidden where I found it where no one's ever touched it. I'll allow it. Yeah. You can seal oh, the scroll. And, and I remember stained. where it is. Yes, Parker. Keep <laughs> mind that shit. I will say, as you're kind of uncovering and going through all of these and what they do, the Drider's leaving you be. Uh, he's yeah. used to wizards knowing what they want. Uh, this is when Button and Saw you will touch down outside of this building. Button and Saul. Sunshine and Saul. Why would... 
So did we just become deities or? No, Zah. I mean, it, it was pretty. He literally started praying to us. Oh, they I suppose both... there's a semantic question about whether or not faith makes someone a deity, but no, we did that in bad faith. That's, that's what that's I've all. been told. If you believe in somebody, that's how you become a deity. That's literally what I've been told. It suddenly got much, much louder. Shame outside, on me for so I'm going to guess to that our friends are here. <laughs> <laughs> As that walks in at this point, and you you both see the golden wing is still uh, sitting there. It really wasn't that far of a walk. No, it wasn't. Okay. But. The things we do for a performance. Interesting information. I don't know that I... Mm-hmm. We There's... are for a person. Yeah. Uh, I think his name's Thaly, Thaly Mary. Thaly? Is that what it was? Thaly or Thaly? Thaly or Thaly? Uh, Thaly. T-H-A-L-I. T-H-A, okay. Thaly Ma- uh, Mary. 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 <laughs> nice. Okay. Um... He's apparently studying archons and things of that sort, and didn't get his answers answered at the church like we didn't. Um, but you didn't find any answers, Salvatore. I mean, I found out that they did. There was other people that were sent from like that realm, and probably that my mom was sent to save them. He had some very vague answers about people being blessed, and considering the fact that he thought Zal was, I have ah, this feeling that he wasn't okay, the best source of information. Organization okay. I fully <laughs> heal you with looking at you. That is something I'm able to do. I heal you with starlight. That doesn't make me sad. I mean, <laughs> yes. so, we're all pretty much blessed if you think we're about not it. God's. I no. didn't if you go and you are being very loud. Yes, please don't disrupt this man's business. I... Comes a voice from what man? <laughs> yeah, what man? I don't see anybody. He just came down and yelled at us. Who? No, but he just—that was out of a corner. I'm sorry. I don't know what you are. Name. Ah, yes, my name. I am. Who? Sorry. Do you mind if I ask where you are? Because, like, I don't want to be rude. Oh, just wait. I... What do you mean, just wait? Just My wait. name is Hatch Kiir, uh, and a drider walks into the light from the other side of the ceiling it came from last time. Welcome to the Creeping Codex. Are they? Can I ask a? Thank you. Can I ask a question, and I don't know if I missed it. This could have just been me being dumb. Does he have a shirt on, or is he just like fully shirtless into the spider body? He's just shirtless into the spider body. Mad respect, honestly respect um hi sorry crazy things have happened in my life today i'm very sorry for disturbing you thank you and he skitters back up (laughs) right um box screen command great undead dancing lights absorb elements find the path and nothing else is there anything of those you wanted to purchase i have no clue what any of those do that's, I believe scrolls are most useful for you, Salvatore. So is there one that you would like? Uh, some of these I can't put in my tome, but I could come back later for those I want to possibly add in. I'd like to see what some of these other buildings have to offer, and specifically I'm looking for components. That's the main reason I'm here. Okay. All oh, right. So why don't actually, we go to the component shop then? Sorry, what was the writer's name? Hatcher. Oh, oh, oh. 
Find the path essentially allows you to find the quickest path to a destination uh, on the same plane as you. So if you're in like a maze or a dungeon and you have a location in mind, you can cast that spell at six level conjuration. Is an object. Go for it. Is an object. If we said Ostasenker and then cast Find the Path. Well, that's interesting because you do need a piece of the location you're trying to reach. Yes, you do have. So, how much is that? Uh, the spell that sorry, excuse me, I had a moment as I was <laughs> my brain today. Uh, so that spell is coming in at 2500 gold pieces. Yeah. 2500 isn't that much, but I did. I, 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 if, if Salvatore it's like, could, it's 2500, it's less than two brooms. Yeah. Salvatore, can you? I like how we're doing it, brooms now. Less than two brooms. <laughs> Salvatore, can you put that in your book, or is that one of the ones you can't put in your book? I could. Well, then when we need to find things, you would be incredibly helpful. Yeah, if we could be like, go find the scepter and. I don't know that that would work, but we could see. You could try it at least. We have the money for it if you'd like it. Even if it's just for the for that anchor, that's something you've been looking for for so long. True. We all cool with that? What do you think, Salvatore? Are you willing to learn a spell for us? If we buy we'll it? Pay for the paper and the inks. Sure. Yes, yes, Salvatore. I put it in my tome. Yes. No clue how much the paper and ink cost. Bit. But it's fine. gold for that spell, I believe? I can literally hand you that right now. Okay. Alright, yes. hold off. Hatcher, we would like the... The... Spell scroll, please. Of course, please. Uh, feel free to, and he kind of skitters into the light and like lowers a hand for the payment. And I hand them 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he falls oh. off the seat. You see him kind of throw the gold over his shoulder and fire a spider web and it disappears nice. into the darkness. Nice. Can I be honest with you? Very impressive. That was. Thank you showmanship to a level I've not seen. Well, my pleasure. Uh, please do feel free to come back. I'm always working on new scrolls. Uh, Wonderful. Goodbye. Anyway, <laughs> off into the... I'll take that spell and add it to my list of things oh, to add. Actually, you wouldn't happen to know a dwarf uh, name. I'm not going to ever remember his name. Which Folly is the Marybringer? Folly Marybringer. Never oh, heard so of him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm afraid not. Tholly, Tholly. Ask Edwina. Edwina? At Colored's Component ah. Compound. It's one of those quest lines. <laughs> and you actually know Edwina, Salvatore. I do? You do. She okay. runs Colored's Component Compound. Oh, well, hey. Which you frequented. Um, well, so we're going there anyway. News. Yeah, I know exactly where they are. Oh, cool! Thank Perfect. you. And I flip an extra gold up to him. Oh, the and web catches it and to a ceiling someplace else. Very cool. <laughs> okay, uh, you make your way out with a spell scroll. <laughs> You don't even have to teleport for the next one. 
Yeah, we you, get it. it's we not get Florida Colors. It's just around the corner. Uh, and Salvatore, again, you are easily able to lead uh, them around the corner to this long corner store that has this big glass window with just all sorts of components piled on displays haphazardly along the way. Uh, as you step through, there's a ting, 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 and the scent of incense and mahogany and all kinds of things just hits you in the face. And there are just shelves upon shelves upon shelves upon shelves of spell paper and incense and components just running backwards into the store. And it frames the center of the store where there's this sort of librarian's reference desk shape um, uh, desk. Uh, and behind it sits a small human female with massive glasses that Salvatore, you know to be Edwina. Edwina That's Cullen. the one? The one you're looking for. Ah, uh, great. Also, what the hell? What, what were they in the last? That was interesting. The Dryden? I don't know what that I word do. means. Um, it is a drow that has been cursed by a god to be a half spider, half drow. Ooh. Oh, that sucks. Nice. All right. Hi. Hi. Uh, Hello. Do you mind if I ask you an odd question? Sure. You wouldn't happen to know a uh, a dwarven uh, fellow named Foley uh, Merrybringer? I do. Yeah, Foley, Foley Merrybringer. Would, would you know where? Could you put me in the right direction? Um, are you friends with him? And she points at Salvatore. Oh. Can I do an insight check to see if that's a good friends with him or a bad friends with him? Do I sure. know if that's a good friends with him or bad friends with him? <laughs> How much attention do you pay to the people around you, Salvatore? Oh, God. Be no, honest with that. So bad. Be you honest. Gotta be honest about I that. I pay absolutely no yeah. attention. I barely pay attention to this party. Yeah. So to people who <laughs> exist in the woodworks. Yeah. This so, is just a, I, I, you know Edwina by name and like yeah. are able to recognize her, but you're like, okay, cool, whatever. Uh, you're pretty irrelevant to her. I got an 11. It, 11 is enough to tell that this person has a problem with Salvatore. No, I just, I saw him in the street. Somebody said your name and he pointed me in the correct direction. Roll deception. Edwin, just this morning you told me we were friends. I rolled oh, deception. And disadvantage with Salvatore. Damn it, that just brings it back down to normal, so I have to roll again. Because <laughs> I have advantage on deception. Oh, shit. Uh, sweet. Uh, that's 15 plus 9. 15 plus, oh my god. So 24. 24. Okay. Her eyes kind of narrow. You get the feeling she doesn't believe you, given what Salvatore has just said, but she does let it lie. Uh, I get it because it's a lie. Jesus. <laughs> Fine. Thaley um, Mary, Marybringer uh, lives over in the Beacon District, uh, just a few blocks off of the final market. Um, I do appreciate. Yeah. I do appreciate. Now, that. what do you want? Uh, some components, if you please. Fine, what companions? <laughs> With our passive insight, can we tell? You all can tell this I person. No he idea. has no idea. This person hates Salvatore. Salvatore. Hmm. Let's, what? Hello? Can, 
Can Zal like put like I'm another? I'm remembering goal? what you were like the first time I met you, and I think I understand the situation. Can Zal put a gold what on the counter and be like, "Thank you," and then walk out like he's not part of the party, <laughs> <laughs> committing to the bit? Demi, Demi messages out behind him, like just pretending that she's not being like, "I guess I'll get your incense." I don't need. Oh, thank yes, you. Yes, you do. You borrowed mine last time. One hundred percent. I'll give you money when you get out here. I had to do a thing. <laughs> oh, boy. Right. What do you um, want, Salvatore? Components. We've been over this. I, I'm uh, specifics, no obviously. This is a component shop that does All seem right. very obvious. This is how you treat other people. I don't know what you're talking about. I'd right. like. She's mouthing, I'm sorry, <laughs> behind his shoulder. So hmm, let's see. I Just, believe I need I... roughly 3,000 gold worth of crushed rubies. Fine. She starts writing on a little <laughs> prescription. Uh, slip. A prescription? Yeah, like a prescription. Just, it's a little notepad, and she just writes down. Like, What else? Um, Let's play for a stupid ooh, spell. Quite a bit of spell paper and ink to <laughs> copy spells. Monetary you know, values only, please. Right. Um, let's see. Probably roughly a thousand I would need. A thousand gold pieces I... spell paper. Got it. So four thousand altogether for me. Four thousand total. Got it. Uh, payment up front, please. Okay. No, will. Just, I I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Pay the lady. Hi. I don't say that. I know. I know. Hi. I know. I know that much. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Believe it or not, he's gotten better since we became friends. Uh, I, really? I, oh, well. I, I, yes. Friends. Um, oh. I know. Mm. Uh, you know. You she kind of pushes anyway. her glasses up her nose a little bit and says, "Hi, I'm Demi Waters. Uh, I same apologize. Mon monetary values only, or yes, please. Yes, same orders. Uh, so, uh, I believe I'm going to get probably fifty uh, gold pieces worth of incense. Uh, just a standard, you know, five castings are fine for my. Uh, let's see." Uh, Sunshine, do you need anything? They step up beside her. Do you think we should get diamonds, perhaps? Oh, yes. I have, we're going to be doing I have a handful, but I would... I have you. one. So, <laughs> you have... Okay. I... And I can do that now, by the way. Oh! Very lovely. excited. Good, oh, you can get down. me when I inevitably get hit too hard. Uh... Yes, yeah, Salvador? <sighs> Well, now that we're not friends, I also don't want to bring this up, but Zolman I... can crush diamonds for a oh, spell he cast. Oh, right, that's true. <laughs> do you remember what the value was on that? No before? idea. I probably do, because I have key in mind. How much, <laughs> how much does he need for the 100? Okay. Uh, can we get... Let's see. Uh, you have one, I have two. So let's get three, if you have them, 300 gold piece diamonds. Uh, and then I would love... Um, 200 gold pieces worth of crushed diamonds if you don't mind easy enough uh, uh and next time we come in i will get his order beforehand because i know yes uh and i think that's it uh there is i have a question for you yes would you enjoy having um or do you have gilded flowers by any chance uh i i believe we have a few in the back yes uh, could I 
Demi, if we um, were to yes. get into a fight and mm. we wanted an interesting little fey creature um, to teleport around us and help us out, would that be interesting to you? I like the idea. Anything that protects me sounds interesting to me, to be quite honest with you, Sunshine. Right, uh, fair enough. A, a gilded flower worth 300 gold, please, Edwina. Uh, so we'll Certainly. add that. And then, let's see, is there anything else that we needed? You might need one more item. I don't know how much it costs. Which one are you referring to? The new one spell you, that I have? One of the two you just got. Yeah. Um, buh, 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 buh. I'll look, because I know that I've looked and talked about things that I need for one of them with Josh. But what do I need? Yes, I yes. don't know if it costs money, but I think it does. I do have the thing for the one that you do. Um, the other one. I don't... Yeah, I... I Oh, this is going to sound like a weird thing. Because uh, it's different than what the spell says. But uh, question. Do you have any sort of... Um, this sounds strange. Uh, like a little... Like a little uh, door or a little house? Little doors, yes. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yes, if you have like a little... A little door that's worth uh, like five gold. color, anything like that. Blue, if Can you me. have it. Yes. Uh, uh, how much gold? Uh, five, please. I think I have everything else that I need for it. Um, what I'm thinking about, anyway. All right, is that it? Because I'm doing the thing where we're making one trip here today. I'm not. We're not coming back. We're. I'm fine. You're good. Yes, You're all good. We're done. Perfectly fine here. Okay. Edwina, you, I will be the one paying. So, <laughs> how much is that total? Forty nine hundred. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's gonna hurt. Fifty one hundred. Fifty four hundred. Fifty four. Yeah, you had four thousand already. Uh, five thousand okay. four hundred and fifty five gold pieces. That's cool. Uh, so out of that. Zal, you have five castings of Find Familiar, so take the stuff for that. You also have two castings of Scrying. You have all your spell paper and stuff. I took uh, one of those diamonds because I already had two, and you take the other two, so we'll both have three. And then everybody take their individual items. As Edwina begins to fill this order, there's literally, like, candy buckets of crushed gemstones in one oh corner that she's, like, shoveling into uh, a bag for you guys. Like, it is, it is 100% set up for this sort of shit. Uh, she comes back with your full order in this big wooden crate that she kind of puts Thank on the counter. So and she leans much. in and she says, I will take 100 gold off if he admits that I'm the bigger fan of the Circle of the Eight. Oh my. You know what? Actually, I think you might be able to get away with that one right now. So let me just... One second. Salvatore. Who he is? Uh, you know how we just spent a lot of money? Right? Was that a lot of money? It was a lot of money and most of it All was right, yours. yes. Uh, well, it was our money, but most of it was for you. So, uh, I have a question for you. Of course. And I feel like you'll be more amicable to this now than you would have been a little while ago. Because you just spent money on me? No, because of the situation that we've had so far. All right. Uh, Edwina would like you to admit that she is the bigger fan of the Circle of the Eight. Excuse me? I have now, all of their action figures! Now, Salvatore, now, Salvatore, before you say anything else... Before you say anything, think about what we've been through recently. Now, you can know quite a bit about 
the circle of the eight without having to be their biggest fan. Yes. Yeah. So it would it would save a hundred gold pieces for a thousand of which that bill is yours. If you would just say this for me, please. Because we're friends, and I am proving to this nice lady that we're going to be buying stuff from for a while now, that you have grown as a person since we've become friends. She's being an absolute shithead about the whole thing, by the way. Every time I head and then over, she... my eyes are facing in her own Yeah, right. <laughs> straight bastard! <laughs> and Demi just, like, is sitting here, like, trying to convey in her face, like, you don't have to... Like, you just, you just have to say it. Please? Fine. We'll save you a hundred gold. Yes. I'll relinquish my dignity. What <laughs> dignity? Walk I believe I was somehow mistaken in the past. And because you collect their trinkets, you are indeed the bigger fan of the Circle of the Eight. However, they are bigger fans of me. What? what whatever, Nothing. fine. And she Forget like it. puts the hundred gold onto the tray and pushes it across, looking very smug and shitty about it. Have we met thing. before? Thank you very much. All the time, Salvatore! How do you know my name? <laughs> I, she throws up her hands and storms off. Salvatore, you did just, know her name. Could, you just, could we just kindly... Oh, that... You know, I bet you look even me. more different. That's, well, not uh, right now. Not right now. <laughs> I, uh, everyone, take their things from the... the we should chest. leave. I'm going to diamonds <laughs> I'm taking Zol's to him, and everyone pick up your stuff. <laughs> Salvatore, your papers, I assume, going in your your little chest oh, yes, dimension on. thing. Some of the chest. Uh, and, <laughs> and then we will go find Zol, who committed so heavily to not being... He didn't mean that, by the way. He was He was trying to... He read the room and saw that she didn't like you and was trying to not make trouble for himself. So he abandoned me. Very good. Very good to know. <laughs> Very good to know. I really can't argue with this, which is unfortunate. Uh, so just, you know, let's go. <laughs> Poor Adam. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. All right. We're going. Uh, going. My reaction is Zal's reaction. <laughs> we'll walk out onto the street and find Zal. You fully have used my name as a code name when people needed to know names. You used mine as an alias, too. <laughs> There's no <laughs> reason I did that. That made us even. <laughs> <laughs> it's pranking, by the way. Okay, uh, Zal, did you go anywhere or did you just hanging out? Oh, I think he, like, definitely did, like, the walk. Like, he was walking down and, like, walked just to the next building. Someone noshing was like, I wonder how long they're going to be in there. I don't know, but that lady did not like Salvatore. You could see... Okay. Um... Oh, you summoned... I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fuck? I thought you just made him not invisible. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, that no, could work, too. Sorry, I didn't no. see anything. Ignore no, me. She just she really hated Salvatore, so I had to tell a lie. I don't think Salvatore understood that it was a lie, though. So... I did the thing, like, you know, like, Ashi, I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Let's, let's just say, let's just say, uh, 
Demi was like, are you friends with us all and you get a cookie? (laughs) It's like, if you're not friends with us all, you get a cookie. If you don't get a, if you're not friends with us all, you get a cookie. You'd be like, I'm not friends with us all to get the cookie, correct? No, I love you. That's mean. (laughs) I love Ashi. Well, you're like my best friend. Why would I ever? You would like my little brother. But I'm saying so that you could get the cookie, I would be okay if you were like, we're not friends, so that you got the cookie, but then we're still friends. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Cool. No, it's all good. You're not my... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, Also, found out a lot about mom today. What? Yeah. Apparently, she's called an Archon. She's from Pelor's dimension, which whatever that means. Uh, Her name is... uh, uh, Pelor. Yeah, he's a god of... This all sounds, like, like vaguely familiar. Really? Hmm. Have you ever heard of Pistis? (laughs) Sounds like Like a dirty word. It does sound (laughs) like a... Apparently, that's part of Mom's name. Like an engine. Oh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. sorry. It's like her name is Archon Pistis Sophia. They probably don't do that there. So. Uh, probably not. But I don't know. That's amazing. I don't know. Why are they taking? I thought only. I need to. I want to help. I'm gonna. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. We need to help with. I don't know. Okay. Why are they taking? So I thought Salvatore was the only one buying. As things. you say that, they walk out. <laughs> with yes. a huge crate of shit. Okay, so did Salvatore buy all of that? No, we we got lots of stuff. Uh, but Salvatore put his stuff away actually. So oh, and cool. she starts like just shoving stuff into his hands a little bit. Like, oh. okay, so here's five. This is for five different castings of if anything happens to Ashi, I'm looking out for you. She like Hello. lifts Ashi's chin a little bit, oh. and then there's two things of. Do I get a cookie? Now? Of diamond? No, it I didn't. Just... We didn't go to a bakery, Oshie. Maybe it, made it. We went to we went Do to it. a component shop. Why did Zol tell you I, I was getting cookies? Yeah, Zol said you had cookies. No, for what? I didn't. I was trying to explain cookies. an example of something. Well, now we have and... to get cookies. What was the example? So now I want a cookie, and yeah. he looks I like really he want wants a cookie. cookie. Is there a bakery in town, Salvatore? You can be hungry. Salvatore, I don't think you can be hungry. And here's two hundred of crushed diamonds for others. There you go. Oshi, why do you... Don't. Hey, let's not. I'll explain it later. I just uh, want a cookie. Okay. Yep. That's very fair. That He's is cute. fair. He deserves a cookie. Is there a bakery? Uh, oh, there's bakeries sure. probably. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. We could go get cookies. Yeah. We'll go get I cookies. I point them to cookies. a bakery nearby? Yeah. It's <laughs> super easy to like. There's food production places all over this city there's a few bakeries <laughs> in this neck of the woods uh you lead them to like a local one that you'd stop by occasionally mm-hmm. and i literally just cookies. i just literally walk in get cookies for everyone and walk out <laughs> you get, you each i get like cookies. itty bitty ones for like <laughs> ashi and then also i summon bims <laughs> i toss it and he can catch it if he wants okay immediately <laughs> hey, so, okay, but Josh, here, stay with me on this. This is a wizard city full of wizards and people of magic incline. Do they have familiar treats? 
<gasps> they absolutely have familiar treats, 100%. Oh, got bags go. of those. Familiar, that's, thank you for putting it into the world. It exists no problem, 100% buddy. now. Yeah. Absolutely. <gasps> I come out with those little, you know, when you go to bakeries and have the little bags of like dog cookies. Ashi is immediately, or no, Ashi, Bims is immediately like snuffling against it, trying to get into it. Like, I, oh, <laughs> I, I just had an idea. Um, Sunshine takes one and um, says, Umak, would you like to give each of them a cookie? Yes. Oh. Please. Here you go. This ghostly <laughs> hand comes out and takes one. Do I throw it or? No, you can. Well, Ashi, hand it to Ashi, and then I think Bims likes the catching game. Oh, okay. Ashi. <laughs> You're blue. Uh, and then. Go ahead, Josh. You're blue. <laughs> You're blue. A lot of us. Uh, Uma kind reaction. of tosses it to Ashi. Uh, and Ashi. <laughs> Or no, Ashi, good God, Bims. I'm getting them backwards entirely these the whole time. Oh, good. Parker, do you want to roll them? an acrobatics check for Bims? Is for my, here for your boy? my sweet little boy? Yeah. I'm going to embarrass him probably. Here we go. No, where, you got this. Where, where's your stats? With advantage because he's a performance familiar who supports you. That's fair. You it's a dex check, right? Throw this five gold. Yeah, a dex check. check? Or acrobatics if he's got that stat on. He doesn't okay so, um, just so it's just it's just dex uh it's actually a slutty 20. <laughs> it is a trained familiar a beautiful he catches it like mid backflip and then lands back on your shoulder some wow. guy on the street goes hey <laughs> he's walking by and just we do in. little coordinated bows just <laughs> <laughs> wings out thank you oh well this is well wonderful thank you for mentioning it i did want a cookie Sunshine, here's yours. Uh, Salvatore, you. did you end up... I got you one. I don't know. You said you weren't hungry. Rather full. Okay. Uh, Zol, cookie? Sure. Can okay. you eat, Salvatore? I'm just wondering. Sure not I trying can. to eat you. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it would do much. Valid. You do know that the thing I was doing in there is because she didn't like you, right? I figured that out much later. Yes, thank you. I, we are friends. I do very much appreciate you, and I am very happy that you have returned to us, because I was quite sad. In fact, you can ask them. I kind of blew up the side of a mountain when I found out. Um, very quick to leave. Oh. can I ask you a real question here? Of course. We're the friends. The eight, mm -hmm. So if the circle of the eight <laughs> looked at you and said, are you friends with Zal? If you are, you aren't getting this thing, what would you say? It's a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. It is hypothetical. Okay. Uh, points <laughs> Depends on uh, the thing, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Boys, this says Maybe a cookie. I don't think it's going to make us fit. I don't think they have cookies. What did you do? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So where are we headed next? <laughs> what did you say, and why was I involved? Where are we headed next, and what time is it? We should go to the dance hall where we were told to go. We've been walking around for hours. We probably should. We probably We've should. apparently been using me for what? I, I don't know. I did not do she any of me in the eyes. What did he say? He looks Ashi. down. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh, and I got you cookies. Oh no! Oh, oh Ashi, it's fine. Oh, the Not web we've money. weaved. <laughs> How much money do I owe you, by the way? Um, I, it's fine. It was party okay. fun stuff, so okay. I just got everybody's components. Cool. Thank you very much. Uh, 
Yeah, let's head over to, to the dance hall, wherever that is. I don't... You all, uh, I will give you directions, but I will be attending to some of my own business for um. some time. Uh, um, I will probably meet up with you in the morning. Oh. In the morning? Yes. Sure, that's a good idea? Yes, all my ideas are good. We're going to get back to that topic later. Um, okay. uh, Fair enough, though. Uh, yes, you can have time to yourself. I, I appreciate that. Just, you know, send us a message if you need us. Oh, of course. I will prepare that tomorrow. <laughs> That's very <sighs> concerning. If I'll, I'm send you a, Actually, I'll send you a message before I... I'll sit it. down, Josh, and I will ritually cast um, my telepathic tether. So for the next, I believe... Yeah, that might actually just be an hour, so... Oh, well... <laughs> might not well. be anything. Uh, next hour, we can talk to each other. But after that, it'll be messages. I'll message you at the end of the day. Make sure you're fine. Sounds good. Make sure you answer. I won't know you're fine. I will force myself to answer, yes. Perfect. Uh, do you want to drop us at the closest teleport? You do not sure. have to use magic to use those. Oh. Yeah, anyone can Everyone use them. They're always active. Never mind. But Go off and do your thing. Perfect. Okay, so see you. You walk together down tomorrow. towards the nearest shield? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then what directions are we going, my friends, since the party is splitting? Again. I can tell them day. which one would be closest okay. to So it's the this Gantel. shield over here. Otto's sits out here in the Beacon District, pretty high up on... The, uh, so this is Otto's irresistible dance hall up here, number 37. So this shield, 50, this they're all 53. This shield would <laughs> be the closest for you. They're all 53. In between kind of the uh, arena and so on and so forth. So you part ways. Uh, you guys kind of port through. Again, this one is very busy. And of all the populations... This is the most armed looking as you step out into this shield without Salvatore. Um, there are what is very clearly adventurers everywhere. Individuals covered in armaments, weapons, spellcasters, spellslingers, artificers. You see strange creatures and pets and mounts uh, bustling all over this portion of the city. Uh, the Beacon District tends to be, uh, Salvatore would know this, where... <laughs> a large population of adventurers settle down after adventuring if they make it through that. Um, and I use adventurers loosely in the... You know what I mean. These are individuals who oh. have spent most of their life doing some sort of small group dungeon delving sort of work. Mm -hmm. But... I'm so sorry, which number is it? So 37 again, is uh... the dance hall over here. Gotcha. And you are coming out here. Uh, off to the right, as you step out of this one, to the east, there is a hill leading downwards. And built into the side of that hill, there is a massive coliseum. Um, very Ooh. new. Uh, recently constructed. Uh, and quite fancy looking. Uh, but off to the lift, you can actually see kind of this spread of houses over a few blocks. And then the irresistible dance hall you're pretty sure sitting up above the rest of it in this large series of conical shapes. Uh, there's like a, a sort of fancy yard around it and this rooftop guard. It's all very dramatic, even at this distance. Um, Salvatore, where are you going, bud? Uh, after I drop them at the teleporter, 
I just sort of look at the building for a while. And I say, eh, no. And I uh, leave town. I go about five, maybe 600 feet out of town uh-huh. to where the snow starts. You walk through the barrier. Feels mm-hmm. like nothing. You just walk into an instantly colder. Ha! It's good. That's good stuff. All right. Uh, do I know if it's like bad practice to do magic outside of the city, just like around? Greyhawk is ridiculously accepting of magic. Okay. The general theology around it is that there is always somebody who is a bigger caster than you, and if you get out of bounds, you will be handled. Ah, understood. So I will uh, create a mound of snow, roughly similar size to myself. I will reach into my robe and sort of break off a few of my dying scales and stick it into the chest, and I will take one of two bags of 1,500 gold worth of crushed ruby, and I will scatter it across this snowman of myself. And then I will summon the dome, my little home bubble, Mm -hmm. and for the next 12 hours, I will cast Simulacrum. Okay. Then that is how you will spend your evening. Mm Mm-hmm. The rest of the party, as you make your way towards the uh, Otto's Irresistible Dance Hall, you can begin to hear. This is a rather rowdy district in and of itself. As you pass by a number of establishments, there are countless taverns along this road here leading inwards. Um, There are markets that seem to spring up out of everywhere. You hear cheering, raucous laughter, um, so on and so forth. As you make your way down towards the dance hall, which is very, very brightly lit by some sort of crystal shone at the front. And it is this marble kind of rounded facade that's a few stories tall with purple and green and blue crystalline lights kind of painted along the side of this thing that lights it up. And as you approach, and as Salvatore sits down to cast Simulacrum, we are going to end today's session because we've been at it for five hours. Well, folks, you've been listening to the Conundrum Company podcast. This show is a stream hosted on twitch.tv slash the welcome in every weekend at 6 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays. So come on down and join us if you want to catch the live show. Our ambient music was brought to you guys by the amazing application Soundtail. And our themes were created by Arcane Anthems. <laughs>